Summer is fleeting, which makes right now the perfect time to experience the many wonders of Biltmore. There's so much to see, so much to do, and so many ways to save with online ticket discounts, overnight stay packages, and free admission for children nine and under. There's still time to make more summer memories. Plan your visit and save now at Biltmore.com. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. Join Rabbit and Red Radio Network on Patreon for exclusive shows, content, swag, and more. For the low price of $2 per month, you can join the family. So check us out at patreon.com slash network one That's patreon.com slash network the number one. Once again, to another episode of Living in the Past. Yes, yes. Now, you'll have to pardon me, but I got COVID last week. So I'm still a little, got a little cough, got a little snuffles. But other than that, I'm not dead, so I'm doing good. But if I get a little coughing spell or I sound weird, it's because somebody in this house that will remain nameless did something and didn't have a mask on and got all of us sick. So I and because got my I'm mask 50, ready. And because I'm 50, I'm sick as shit. I got sick as shit because it's hurting the old people more than the young people. So now I don't feel guilty because the old people took took over Facebook, took over Twitter, and even took TikTok from the kids. So fuck them kids. So yes. I just came down. I just got over COVID, so you have to bear with me. But yes, uh, this I, is I, this is living in the past. I'm Paul, and this is Slack. This is Slacker Mahoney over here, who uh, because he's a good guy. See, he's a good guy, and was covering for an employee who got hurt, so he couldn't be on yesterday. 
But now I have to be on, go to the next day and change all my plans. So see, he's a nice guy, but he's a slacker. Uh, sorry, slacker. sorry, I'm a day, I'm a day late and a dollar short. Yes, yes. But we move on. We don't, we don't dwindle on the past. The only thing we, well, this show we do. But I'm not going to dwindle on that, and I'm not going to dwindle on Poe's crazy mustache. So, let's. Uh, why don't you tell everybody what we're going to discuss today? Today, I'm going to quote the song Dire Straits. I want my MTV. We are talking about the birth of music television, MTV. And... A lot of people don't know, but MTV celebrated an anniversary a couple of days ago. Happy 41st, well, 41st technically, we'll call it 15 or 14 of, of actual music. But 41 years ago, MTV was born. And uh, the first person to introduce was Mark Goodman, who was a BJ. Remember those video yes. disc jockeys? Uh, unfortunately, I couldn't get the um, the introduction for that, so um, we won't be hearing from Mark Goodman on that today. No, MTV was the greatest thing ever created in the 80s for me, television-wise. And I love remembering and reminiscing about it, but as far as I'm concerned, the channel doesn't exist, and it's dead. We'll get to all yeah. that later. We'll get to all that. We'll start with the good stuff and move into the old bad stuff. But I do want to thank uh, Serena for saying she hopes I feel better. So thank you very much for that. I well, hope welcome, I do Serena. So, but yes, MTV was, well, you, the very first video was the Buggles. Uh, yeah. Video killed the radio star, which was kind of. Video killed the radio star. <laughs> Yes, that that's a good song. It's a good. It sounds better when they sing it than when you do. But it's a good true, song. True, true. Yeah, uh, I think that that actually was remade uh, like a while ago by I believe it was Weezer that did a version of "Video Killed the Radio Star," and they did too. Yeah, uh, so that tells you the strength of '80s music because a lot of these bands are still paying homage to stuff that me and Paul grew up on. So, I mean, and it all started with one video. Video killed the radio star. Yep. And, you know, it, it was it was a great channel. It was 24 hours, so you could wake up in the middle of the night and, you know, turn it on or, you know, you want to stay up late, you know, have a sleepover. I don't know if they call them that anymore. You know, we call, you know, we, we, hey, do you want to spend the night? Now I think they're all like, hey, you want to come crash at my place? But we used to say you want to spend the night. Sounded yeah. weird. Now that I now that I say it, it's like you know, hey, you want to spend the night with me? Uh, so back then it sounded <laughs> fine, but nowadays it seems like you're you know, if you said that to somebody, they'd be like, well, I, I don't know you that well. So no, I'm crash, crash <laughs> yeah. my pad. Yeah, it was I don't, cool, I don't like you like that. But before we get going, before we get going, I'd like to ask uh, good old producer Mike to come in since we're talking about TV, and just uh, tell us a little bit. I know we did the other day on post show or on, on his show with Joey, but just to describe just a little bit the uh, rabbit and red TV he's got going. Just just you know, let everybody you know just come in and say a few words about it. There you go. 
I'm here, yes. Um, it is all of our shows. Um, I don't have all of them loaded in yet, but I'm working on it. Um, some cult classic movies that you probably never heard of. Some of them you have, because Halloween 5 was on there earlier today. Because basically, we pull videos from YouTube that aren't um, blocked or restricted in any way. Um, and it runs 24-7, I'm pretty sure. There might be a 20-minute gap, I think, tonight. Because uh, I don't think there's anything scheduled from 11.33 till midnight. So there, I don't know what's going to happen there. It might... I don't know. It might I didn't program for tomorrow yet, so it might like fill the time. You know what I mean? It might automatically fill the time. I don't know. We'll have yeah. to see what happens. But uh, check us out, um, rabbit and rabbit and red radio dot com. Just on the menu, there's a link to the rabbit and red uh, TV page. So click that, watch it, enjoy it. It's free. It's not free to me but it's free for you to watch it yes so please watch it and uh the pa- and join the patreon while you're uh, at it too because you get extra content with the uh patreon yes you definitely do and um one other was there no i i don't think there's anything else so yeah just check that out um, if you don't want to watch it on your phone or your computer, if you have a Roku, Fire Stick, or other streaming device, search for a um, web browser app. And in the web browser app, go to www.rabbitandredradio.com slash rabbit hyphen in hyphen red hyphen tv and I noticed, yeah i noticed i should have just had it be rabbit and red tv but fucking wordpress that's how they did it so fuck them <laughs> all right yes, all right i just Thanks. wanted him to plug the plug the channel and then like you said everybody subscribe to patreon throw out your two bucks it's a low tier. It's very affordable, and to help pay for stuff like that, and uh, send us to the moon so we can uh, do more for you, and uh, you know all that, and, and have fun with everybody, and just just join, just join. Just join. And oh, we see who's in the, the chat today. Yes, I had a crush on that Martha Quinn. Yes, I certainly yes. surely did. Her and another DJ VJ that came later. Her name was Kennedy. I don't know if you remember Kennedy. I remember she Kennedy. Like, yeah, she hosted 120 minutes, and but uh, yeah, she was romantically linked with uh, uh, Henry. Oh, Black Flag. What's his name? Uh, oh, uh, Henry Rollins. Henry Rollins. She was romantically linked. I don't know if it was true. We didn't have the internet back then, so as far as I know, I just had to go with what I heard. But uh, yeah, I had a crush on Kennedy. And then uh, Martha Quinn, but Martha Quinn was the first lady of MTV. She yeah, was but the there was also did. that uh, other uh, female was Nina Blackwood. Yeah. Okay, maybe she I was. Had, maybe it was Nina and Martha that were yeah. part of the original lineup. Yes. Because then there was uh, that, Nina Blackwood. 
Nina Blackwood was my crush, so. Yeah. Yeah, I like I like blondes. I mean, I like all ladies, but really had a thing for blondes as a kid, so Martha was my lady. And then uh my favorite male at the very beginning was uh I think it was uh dude with the dude with all the curly hair. The one who uh, oh. opened the uh, Goodman? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Mark Goodman was like the the like older one, but they did have a younger guy. I can't remember his name. Uh, he was skinny, short brown hair, if I recall. We I didn't plan very well on the names, but uh, yeah, there was a skinny dude with short hair. He was their first. He was uh, he was one of the. Then there was like five, three guys and the two ladies. Yeah. Oh, I can't remember the black guy's name. See, now I'm like I break out my phone. I don't want to look like a total tool. Um. Let me look that up because I mean, there was a black I mean, dude you, too. You, you, no more of a school than you usually look like. Yeah, I'm always, I, you know, I don't have a band. <laughs> oh my. Hey, George Takei. That I like. Yes. And oh, okay. while we're on the Star Trek, uh, we got to give a, a shout out to the to O'Hara. Uh, Nichelle yes, Nichol had just passed. Peace. So, because I, I I'm sad. I'm gonna get off uh, MTV for just one second. I grew up uh, watching the reruns of Star Trek, and uh, when I heard her passing, I never got to meet her, but I and I heard nothing but great things about people who had met her. How sincere and sweet and very like humble that she was. So there's only three of them left: Shatner, yep. uh, Cohen, and. Uh... Shatner, Shatner will never die. <laughs> no, I don't think he will. He's got that good, pure Canadian blood. He's going to yeah. live forever. Um, uh, yeah, Co him, Koenig, and uh, oh, damn it. Who's the other one that's still alive? Is it George Takei? Oh, George Takei, yeah. So there's just yeah. the three. George going to live yeah. a long time, too. But yeah. Shatner, Shatner's going to, you know, the sun will have to explode, I think, to uh, kill him off. But uh, yeah, Martha Quinn, she wasn't blonde. She was so I was backwards. Nina Blackwood was the blonde. You like Nina? Blonde, yeah. I like. Yeah, I liked Martha. Alan Hunter, he was the skinny, short, brown-haired guy, or the like a mop top kind of thing. And then yeah. Mark Goodman, he was uh, he was he is the oldest one at seventy-one years old. And then J.J. Uh, Jackson, J.J. Yeah. Jackson was yes, yes. JJ Jackson, he was he was a big dude. I mean, he was burly. He looked like he could, you know, take yeah. them all out. Then there's this guy here who says Gavin Edwards, but I don't remember him. I don't remember. He's 81. Uh, him, I don't remember Gavin Edwards. I, I don't remember Gavin Edwards either. He might have been like in the very, very, very beginning, but like he I don't think he lasted maybe one season at most, if if that. Right. So speaking of um, MTV, the the thing I remember most about MTV is all the styles that you saw, like the dress styles. Uh, you had everything from like the Madonna look to the Duran Duran look to uh, David when the, when David Bowie had his '80s look going. I mean, Michael Jackson, it's Prince. It's the styles always stood out to me watching those music videos. Oh, you from the date from day one until I stopped watching it sometime in the nineties. You, the, all the clothing styles and all the hairstyles you could see, 
you know, you go back onto YouTube and you look at some of the old stuff, you're like, hey, you know, I don't, uh, I don't remember that. Or you're like, yep. oh, I, I remember that. But yeah, I, you know, taking your, uh, taking your jeans, turning the cuff, rolling them up. Yep, downtown Judy Brown. I remember her. She was the British lady. She was the British yep. lady. Hello, Carrie. Hi, Carrie. I miss the real MTV. Me too, Mister Poe. Me too. And it's in just fact, like, my, Mr. go ahead, go ahead, finish your thought. It's just, it's just, uh, just all the styles, you know. Having the, like I said, you, we used to fold our jean bottoms to the side and roll them up, and then put our socks on, and then have our high tops, and used to wear the overalls. But you weren't cool if you had, you had to have one of the straps off and just hanging. You, you yep. weren't supposed to do them both. So you had one one hook, the other one just down. And then uh, what else did we have? We, you had the parachute pants with zippers all over it and the coats with yep. zippers all over it. And it was crazy. The, 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 the way we dressed, it's just yeah. crazy. I remember every guy in the world wanted to be with Madonna and every girl wanted to look like Madonna. Um, yep. And Mr. Uh, Mr. Producer, if you have that commercial I sent you, the I want my MTV commercial, uh, could you roll that one? Mr. Producer. Turn it on. Leave it on. America, see the music you want to see. I want my MTV. <laughs> I want my MTV. I want my MTV. I want my MTV. 24 hours a day on cable TV. Stereo, interviews, DJ, tour day, world premiere videos, special music news. I want my MTV, MTV, MTV. Yeah, too much is never enough. That's, I what, got it. that's I what I mean, the styles. The styles yeah. were just... Every artist that you saw in there, from Cyndi Lauper all the way to Billy Idol, they all had that unique style that was just their own. Oh, yeah, I loved it. Yep, fringe leather jackets, swatch watches. You had to have a swatch watch. And then you had to buy one of those protectors that went across it. So it was like a piece of rubber that would go on there. And uh, it, when your watch would hit the wall or something, that piece of rubber would take all the brunt. So we had swatch watches, Coca-Cola shirts. See, yep. we'll have to do a fashion one too. But uh, you know, I was real. You can't tell now because I'm old. And I don't give a shit. But back in the day, you know, I I kept up with trends. You know, yeah. We had suspenders, and I kept up with all that. Used to put different color shoelaces. Yeah. You'd you have your regular white shoelaces, but then you feed in a different color. Yeah, I was trying. I tried to be hip. It yeah. it didn't work. But I did it anyway, you know, trying to impress the ladies and, you know, didn't didn't work. I mean, you know, you, you know what I'm talking about, Rob. Well, the typical day in my life when I, when I was like 13, 14, I had my my denim jean jacket on <laughs> with all with all the band's patches on the back. Uh, I had my. Uh, yep. And I had the boom box on my shoulder. Uh, I mean, I, you could hear me coming from a mile away. I had that thing cranked up as high as possible, uh, playing all my favorite music. I mean, I was actually a big fan of uh, a lot of uh, 
English fans too. I, I love Duran Duran. I love the uh, Wham with uh, George Michael. I mean, a lot of people now they see me doing my air band stuff to a lot of like rock and rock and metal music, but like I originally grew up with that with that whole Wham, um, Duran Duran, um, In Excess. I, I grew up with all that music before I became this metal god. Yeah, see that was see that like like uh Serena says she had a spike leather belt. As time went on, um I was, you know, I was I was dressing like a, a, a like a yuppie was what we called them back then, preppy yuppie, either way. And then I got into metal like you said. And when I got into metal, th- that changed everything. As you can see, you know, now I'm covered in tattoos on my neck and everywhere. But I got in the metal and the song that got me in the metal was Judas Priest uh, parental yeah. guidance. I was like, Oh man, this song is so, you know, I liked, I, I went to a kiss concert. I don't know if I mentioned when one of our other episodes, I went to a kiss concert that my parents, my mother took me to um, in the late seventies. Um, but I was a fan of kiss because of the makeup and listen to the music, but I wasn't into anything. You know, I didn't listen to other metal yet. Just, I like Kiss because of the makeup. You know, you're a little yeah. eight year old kid. You see the makeup, you're like, "Oh, that's cool." You, you, you know, a couple of songs. Once you get older, but I got into the metal because of Judas Priest. Judas Priest. Yeah, I'd heard other yeah. stuff before, but it really spoke to me. Um, you know, so you know that that's when things changed, and I started wearing the you know the spike spike this and the spike gloves, and yeah. you know, I was trying, you know, and then then that's when you know things changed for me. You know, I stopped hanging around with all these people and started hanging out with these people. And the people who skateboarded and listened to metal and did all that, they were the ones who changed my life for the better. And, you know, I can't explain when I was trying to be like everybody else. I had, pro- I, had a, I, have a, I had a very rocky childhood, but the people that you most ex- that most people expect to be scummy and, and, and trashy and losers and this, they were the ones yeah. who were the better friends to me than the guys who just wanted to play football and do wrestling. And it's like that's why I drifted to them, you know, because it was yeah. like they treated me more human than you know than the ones who you think. So it's like like an example, you know, I, I hung out with all the people who made burgers at McDonald's because the people I was hanging out with all turned out to be, you know, uh, uh, they were uh, the corporate people, you know. And I just, I, I liked hanging out with the, the, the what everybody referred to as losers, even though they weren't losers, yeah. I still hung out with them. But I'm a music fan. So just because I looked metal and acted metal, I still, you know, Wake me up before you go go would hit in my head sometimes. I'd be in the shower singing it. I like all kinds of music. So yeah. that being said, you know, I my style and my personality changed over the years in the 80s, but I stayed true to like liking music. Like I just I love music. I mean Well it's it's I'm funny always... you mentioned about go ahead. No, you go ahead. It's funny you mentioned about Rocky Childhood, because like I, I think I mentioned in a previous episode that I did have a rocky childhood in the eighties, but MTV and like in movies were my escape. Um, when I wanted to like simmer down from someone that was messing with me, I go to my MTV. When I had issues with my family, I go to my MTV. So, 
music television kind of became kind of like it's, it's weird, but it became almost like another family member because oh, it was yeah. it was like I could I could relate and I could escape from the troubles that I was going through. And that was what, what was great about uh, MTV is that it was 24 hours. So like whenever you needed it, it was there for you. And. Oh, what, what's that comment I just saw? Hold on. Uh, no, I, mean, I missed something, but uh, it said, "Oh, I learned how to do the the thriller dance." Yes, Carrie Yates. We're, we're going to talk about thriller later, but um, but yeah, it was my escape in life, and almost you know, I can say honestly that I think it partly saved my life because that I had some real issues with uh, depression, and anytime I was depressed, I'd turn on and watch Cindy Lauper doing the "Girls Just Want to Have Fun." And it, it just instantly cheered me up. It really did. I still, whenever I, I still listen to music. I tell my speaker to play my music and I play video games while I listen to music. You know, put my pill box together for, you know, well, I got to put my weekly pills in there. I listen to music. I listen to music when I'm cutting the grass. I listen to music all the time. It's like, it's music makes me feel better and it soothes me. You know, like I get angry, you know, I, I see that crazy mustache Poe has. I get so irate because, you know, he thinks it's cool. So I listen to music and it calms me down. So, well, you know, it is it is kind of cool because he has like doesn't he have someone stalking him now with like a whole montage? There, there it is. That crazy ass there. bastard. Yeah, that mustache, <laughs> man. Yeah, I guess he wants to. I don't know. I'm, I don't know. That mustache is just something else. Hey, as long as the wife loves it, who cares? That's how yeah. I feel. I just like razzing. I just like razzing them because you know. Speaking of the chat room, I'm gonna quick uh, quickly look at the chat room here. Uh, Aaron said that Rob is old school. God damn, you're right. I am. Uh, oh, Carrie could also do the Vogue dance. Well, like Carrie, multi talent. We're gonna have to get Carrie on a uh, on a podcast doing these dance. Doing all these dances for us. Uh, and, oh yeah, and Serena says Carrie is awesome. <laughs> Carrie, you're popular today. Uh, so th thank you all. Thank you everyone for tuning in. By the way, if I haven't said it, her, so and she says there she's trying to convince her hubby that they need a new hi-fi. And I hear that when I read that, I read it, I hear it when I when I read things, I put imaginary voices to it. I don't know why, but with hers, it's all in British because. I don't know anybody in America that uses that word hi-fi anymore. Yeah. You know, I know it's short for high fidelity, but back in the day, it's like, oh, I got a new hi-fi. Come to the house. No one says that anymore. So reading that, I just read it in a British accent because let's face it. Nobody's British people still say old school words. I want to ask the chat a question. Who was your favorite artist Growing up during the, uh, I'm, I'm going to break it down between the 81 and 85 eras of MTV, because that was really like the 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 strongest points of MTV was all the way up till about 89. But I'm going to do like 80 up to 85. Who were your favorites? Shout them out. Well, I re I remember, I was a like I said, I liked music and um. When I was young in the early 80s, I caught a show on uh, uh, syndication, and uh, it was called The Monkees. 
and I loved the music. I thought the show was funny. And I remember when they came, I went to their concert, me and my cousin, um, when they reunited. They didn't reunite with Mike, but uh, they, the other three did. And they had a big tour with everybody. And I remember MTV did a whole special. They got the rights to the show, so they were showing the original show. And then they were they were part of the promoting of them getting back together. They had a new album. Uh, would have had a song, a heart and soul. And uh, they did a big yep. thing with the monkeys for that whole summer. And then they even came out with a new, the new monkeys, which I have that album somewhere. It's a very, very, it's a good album, but it's like pop. You know, where the monkeys yep. were pop from the sixties, these were pop from the eighties. But I remember, you know, doing that whole thing. I liked when they did stuff with artists like that. It, I, I enjoyed it. The, the monkeys came on and had a special, they did a Christmas special that year and, they were guest V. I like when they used to do all that stuff. Yeah, with the guest VJs. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, we got a couple answers here. Uh, Carrie says, Wham and George Michael, Duran Duran, and Adam Ant. Oh, Adam Ant. That's a good, that's that's going back. Yeah, because uh, that's Serena what says, says two shoes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Serena says, Oh my God, uh, love the monkeys. TV show, hey hey with the monkeys, yeah, that one. Yep, Adam Ant. Yes, I remember. There's one song of his that's like my all time favorite, uh, but I can't remember off the top of my head which one it was. It wasn't. It might have been Stand and Deliver. Goody Two Shoes was pretty good. Strip yeah. was a good song. Yeah, Strip was a good song. But I do believe Stand and Deliver was my favorite of his of his. What? But well, yeah, I gotta tell was... you who my one of my early favorites was Hall and Oates. Yeah, I think they were to me, Hall and Oates were the quintessential duo. Like, I mean, you couldn't have one without the other. I mean, Daryl Hall had a, a, a fantastic voice, uh, and John Oates was great on guitar, and he actually uh, was a great uh, background singer. I mean, and they, they had some really great melodic stuff and they had some really like hip up upbeat stuff too so they, they were multiversal they could do a lot i like george michael he was okay i liked wham um i actually andrew wrigley of ram of ram of wham i had his first solo album he had a really good song on there i always thought that he would do good without george but he ended up not but uh duran 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 i always thought got a bad rap because yeah. you know a lot of people didn't like them. Now my favorite Duran Duran song of all time make makes me want to cry when I hear it. But it's a newer one. It's not an older one. Uh, Ordinary world. Ordinary that, that world. Song, yeah, that song can make yeah. me cry. It's it's a it's a great song. But I think that's Ordinary world is Duran Duran's. That's their like greatest song ever. You know, me them. me I like the I like the reflex. Uh, the yeah, Reflex a was a song. fun song, and Hungry Like a Wolf. Everybody likes that one, but it has such a great, great, like, you could, it's a great sing-along. Um, so, I mean, the, I miss these things. I miss these things now. Like, like, like you said at the beginning of the show, we'll talk a, a little bit about the downfall of MTV later, but I, 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 I want to turn on MTV again and see music, and this is what got me through some rough times in life, and you know, we all still have rough times in life, and you, I, I, would, I wish there was a place I could go, like MTV, to kind of 
get away from those times. Peter Cetera. He was yeah, he, also, he also he also was the singer for Chicago, but Peter Cetera, yep, that he he put himself on the map with the song from Karate Kid 2. When that, that song came out, it was like, you know, that was a hit song. And that's uh, back in the day, some people would know a band, and that would be about as much. Some people didn't yeah. get so much into who they were. So there's a lot of people that maybe didn't know Peter Cetera was a Chicago singer. But yeah. he uh but yeah, he that that song. Uh, uh, the one from Karate Kid too. I can't remember the name of the song. I'm, Glor- I'm, Glory of Love. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, Glory, Glory of Love. Love. Yeah, I yeah. am a man who will fight. There we go. <laughs> so MTV. But I'm gonna say one thing, and I'm sure if I'm sure Poe would probably agree with me here. MTV had everything you wanted. It had music, so it had all kinds of music. You had that 120 minute show, which was all, which we'll get to here in a little bit too. But it had 120 minutes which, you know, was to the alternative music scene for back then, you know, like The Cure and whatnot. And then it had, you know, Yo! MTV Rap. So you had the rap. It was awesome. You had uh, Headbangers Ball. But one thing MTV didn't do, and I always wondered why, they didn't do anything country. You didn't get any country music videos. I know there was, I think there was a Dwight Yoakam song that they played a video for, but country didn't get anything till CMT. So it always made me wonder why they were discriminating against country music. Did they think people in the South didn't have cable? You know, were they? Well, was they, it, was well it a, they had country music television that came along too. I know, but when MTV first launched, it was catering to everybody but you know country music and yeah. the majority. I just it just makes me think because I'm more. I'm from Georgia. Uh, you know, I was born and raised in Georgia. So you know, did they think we didn't have cable down there? So they didn't show country music. It's like yeah. there's a great song by uh uh. Charlie Daniels band of uh, uh, Wooly, the legend of Wooly Creek. That song is not a typical country song. It's, it's, it's a really good rocking song. It's got, it's heavy guitars. It's a damn fine song. Why couldn't it have been on MTV? What, Cause it's country. See, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. The devil went down to Georgia, did have a video on MTV, but it was from Primus. It wasn't even, so I always wonder yeah. why they discriminated. Cause you know, I grew up in Georgia and my, all my stepmother's family loved country music. That's how it came to me. And yeah. I like country music. Now, I don't like the new stuff. The new stuff y'all can keep, but I like old country from the 70s, 80s, and 90s. But I don't understand why MTV – I know CMT came along, but you know, years before CMT, MTV didn't cater to country fans, and I just don't understand. Yeah. I just want to get caught up with the chat here. There's more uh, answers. Serena said, Billy Idol, Prince – Motley Crue and Duran Duran. That's a wide variety right there. Uh, Gary says Foreigner, which uh, I love Foreigner, don't, don't get me wrong there. Uh, we already did the Chicago. Then Serena also said Journey. How could we leave out Journey? Uh, Mr. Steve Perry, the, I, I say right now Steve Perry had the best voice, still has the best voice of all time. I will fight anyone with that. Well, me and you are going to fight when I come visit you in Boston because as good of a voice as he has, Freddie Mercury's is better. Yeah, I'll, 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 I could, I could see that. I'll, I'm not going to argue on that one. But uh, Steve Perry had that, like, wow, like I, I, I would kill myself if I tried singing a Steve Perry song. So, and plus, we would lose all of our chat if I started singing Steve Perry songs too. Yes. Uh, but Mr. Producer, we we mentioned um, 
Headbanger's Ball. Um, do you have that clip I sent of you, please? I have a quick question while you're looking oh, go, for it. Hold, hold, hold mic, hold mic. Because Poe says that during that time, country music dominated the airwaves, so MTV was for the younger crowd. <coughs> but weren't, weren't you, you know, the young kids in Georgia, we were listening to country music. So that's, that's, I don't understand why they shied away from it. I mean, if it was popular, they could have done like a two-hour block on Sunday or something where they think it wouldn't hurt. I just, I just, I just think something that's called music television should show, should play music. Just yeah. all kinds of music. It shouldn't have left out country music. That's all I'm saying. I just think it should have been a part of, you know, the format somewhere in there. There should have been country music. You know, yeah. maybe the country stars didn't want to have nothing to do with it. I don't know their side of it. You know, maybe some of like Charlie Daniels would have been like, I don't want to do no god dang video. So, you know, I don't know, but you know, so that was a good impression of Charlie Daniels, by the way. Oh, he had a much raspier voice. He sounds more like this, I do believe. All right, Mr. Producer, if you would kindly roll the headbanger's ball. Yes. Well, Ricky Rockman was my favorite VJ for Headbangers Ball, but he wasn't the first. He wasn't the first. There was a a younger guy with a big like mane of hair. I can't remember his name. Adam was it Adam something? Yeah, I can't remember his name. He was the first host of Headbangers Ball. But my actually, I, I did some research. There was another guy who did like a few episodes. On the first season before Adam came in. Oh, Let's see. I, I, Banger, all hosts. We have uh, Adam Curry. Yeah. Adam Curry was the one that was before they settled on Ricky Rotman. Kevin Seal was, yes. a, was yes. Kevin Seal, and then Adam Curry hosted it. Yeah. And then they then they got Ricky Rockman, which Ricky Rockman owned a club. I can't remember the name of the club. He owned a club. He owned it. I do believe he owned it with the lead singer of Faster Pussycat. They were really good friends. And uh can't remember the name of the club, but I loved Faster Pussycat. Bathroom Wall. Uh, they had that real slow, sad song. Uh, uh, see, I'm not good with names anymore, yeah. but I got the song in my head. It's, 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 our, all, it's our Alzheimer's kicking in. Yeah. Uh, sitting on the front porch waiting for his dad. I can't remember. I can't remember the name of the song though. It's a sweet song. It's it's another one that brings up emotions in me, but I can't remember the name of it. Um, well, I'm sitting here with my phone in my hand. Um, well, but Mr. Poe, Mr. Yeah, oh, we, bathroom well was great. Mr. Poe agrees. Fuck yeah, headbangers ball. I miss it. Yes, I do. Uh. House of Pain was the name of the song from uh, Faster Pussycat. It's a great song. It's a great, great song. Uh, If you've had a bad childhood and a rough relationship with your father, don't listen to it. Don't go in my house of pain. I saw Faster Pussycat in concert myself, and uh, they were actually playing with another group, uh, L.A. Guns. I love L.A. Guns. L.A. Guns was great. I saw Faster Pussycat 
when they opened up here in Chicago uh, at Alpine Valley, they opened up for uh, Kiss when I went to the Kiss Hot in the Shade tour. Now, I don't know if anybody watches my show on B-Movie TV, but I love Kiss. I love Kiss to death, but I did not like their album Hot in the Shade. The only reason I went to the Hot in the Shade concert was to see the opening acts. I can't Slaughter. remember who it was. I think it was, I think it was Faster was, Pussycat. And the other band was, uh, they sang a song called One in a Million. Uh, Trick, Trickster. Trickster. It was Trickster, yeah. Faster Pussycat, and Kiss. And I actually went to see the other two bands because Hot in the Shade was the worst album Kiss ever did. I don't like it. Don't, I don't, I, I, I just, I hate it. So those are some good bands if I was willing to shell out that kind of money, you know, to see, you know, to, to go to an album, to a tour of an album I can't stand. So, but yeah. But. See, I got to see, uh, I saw the Hot in the Shade tour also, but I saw, I didn't, I didn't get to see Trickster. I saw uh, Slaughter. No, Slaughter opened. Uh, see, I saw yeah, Slaughter, Slaughter on their own. Slaughter, by the yeah. time I saw Slaughter, they were touring on their own. That was another album I love, Flight of the Angels, and yeah, I love yep. Slaughter. I love hair metal. I know back then it wasn't called hair metal. It was just, well, yeah. all the guys who listened to, you know, Wasp and Metallica, Megadeth, and all Slayer, they, they didn't like it. But yeah. I like all that, the whole gambit. I could listen. I can, I, can peep, I can drive you nuts in my car because I can listen to Motley Crue, and then I can listen to King Diamond, and then I can listen to Insane Clown Posse. And then I can listen to Charlie Daniels. And then you're in there trying to pull your hair out, poke your eyes out, because you're like, dude, make up your mind. Are you a rocker? Are you a rapper? Are you? I, that's what I'm saying. I love music. I listen to all kinds. So MTV was like the great was great for me. You know, I, I have a question. I have a question for you and the chat. What group did you see the most? If you see, if like you've seen a group more than once. Who's the most that you've ever seen? Hmm. That would have to be a tie because I've seen the monkeys twice. I've seen uh, so the monkeys twice and I saw Pink Floyd twice. Oh no, I've been to three Kiss concerts. So Kiss would be my would be my the most. So Kiss, Pink Floyd, and then the monkeys. For me, you're gonna you're gonna shit when you hear the number. Poison. I've seen Poison now eleven times. That's too much. <laughs> uh, yes. The first time, first time I saw them was on the their very first tour. Uh, yeah, who you? Yeah, and the last time I saw them was uh, when they did the tour for Hollywood. Uh, when CC DeBille came back to the group, and I saw them twice. It's actually CC actually had uh, got to sing his his song from his solo band. He had a band when he left uh, Poison for a while. I can't remember the name of it, but he had a song, so he got to sing it, which was weird hearing CC sing. But, yeah. Then. So, uh, Poe po brought up fish heads. You remember fish heads? Yeah. Fish Did heads, fish yep. heads, roly poly fish heads. That fish heads, I don't know if you're aware of this, but Bill Moomy, Bill Moomy is in that band 
that did that song, Fish Heads. Bill Moomy yeah. was Will Robinson on Lost in Space. Um, that was his band. And he was good friends with uh, Bill Paxson. Bill Paxson is in the video. And I do believe Bill Paxson helped direct the video. So this was back before Bill Paxson was, you know, game over, man, game over. So he yeah. was a nobody then. And um, so he was part of that group. I can't remember the name of the group off the top of my head, but yeah, Fish Heads was a weird video. I remember him sitting down and opening up that package. It had that little fish head in it. Yeah, that was yeah. a bizarre. It was, it was, it debuted on the Dr. Demento show. But yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it was. Uh, Dr. Demento was famous for showing us the fish heads and giving us uh, Weird Al Yankovic because, yep. you know, Weird Al was doing stuff recording in a bathroom and, you know, that first album with another one rides the bus, which just him and, uh, yeah, uh, you know, just so yeah, Dr. Demento, he, he was, a I liked watching him when, when MTV I'm would have him there. I must address uh, Aaron's comment. It's, it's actually from Geraldine. It says new kids in the block. I, I, I have to tell this quick story. I absolutely hated boy bands when they first came around. Uh, but, my my niece and my sister got tickets to go see New Kids of the Block at the old Foxborough Stadium where the New England Patriots used to play. And at the last minute, my sister, you know, she got sick. So my, my niece calls me up and she's like, I didn't know who they were going to see. She's like, can you take me? Because she needs uh, supervision. Can you go take me to the concert tonight? And I'm like, yeah, sure. I got nothing to do. Who are we going to see? New Kids of the Block. And I'm sitting there going, why do I have to be so nice? I went you to see the said, con. Yeah, go ahead. You should have pulled her inside and said, "Please don't go, girl." That's what I would have done. <laughs> Please don't go, girl. So, anyways, <laughs> the the rest of the um, so we go, and the opening act was actually pretty good. It was Marky Mark and the Fucky Bunch. So it was pre Mark Wahlberg, and uh, he was actually pretty entertaining. I, I I'll give him that. New kids in the car. New kids. New kids come on for an hour and a half set, and I heard them exactly five minutes because every single girl in the audience was just doing like the Beatles scream, and it was like the whole concert was just girls screaming for an hour and a half, and I was like, "Thank God they blocked out New Kids in the Block." <laughs> I'd rather no, listen I to that. Now that Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch, I had a a video game of theirs for the Sega CD. It was a series of games. NXS had one, Crisscross had one. It was called Make Your Own Video, and I had the Marky Mark in the Funky Bunch. I had that one. I didn't have a problem with Marky Mark. I don't know why. Maybe it was the you know the 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 part of me that you know I didn't have I didn't have a problem with it. Yeah, it, it, he he did he did fine. You got a call him. We have a call. Uh oh. Hello. 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 Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Can you hear me? Yeah. This is your friend of mine, Johnny Depp. How's it going, fellas? Pretty hey, good. Johnny. Pretty good. Yeah, I wanted to share a story about the, the, the MTV. <laughs> uh, you know, back in the day when when it was uh, it was really good. Shit, I can't uh, see. 
what did Ken you see? What are you talking about? I'm trying to program for tomorrow's shows, idiot. I can't see. Go ahead, go ahead, Mister Depp. Here's the, the the one and only Johnny Depp. How's it going? Listen, fellas, but you know the, the MTV was great back in the day. You know, um, I remember on the you know the Viper Room, we used to play a lot of hits. Yes, the Viper the, Room. On fateful night, the, the the River Phoenix. He passed out. He, he passed away in my arms. You know, and every rose has a thorn was playing in the background. Still can't listen to that song. Well, that's a great story. Uh, oh, it's sad, sad story. Uh, it's not too sad. We got his hair lip brother. He's he's doing pretty good. Oh, that's good. Yes, fellas, I, I'm glad you're, you're covering MTV because, you know, 21 Jump Street, uh, you know, back in those days. You know what 21 Jump Street is? Yes. Yeah, I have it on DVD. It was one of my favorite shows. I I watch it once a year. I oh. watch it once a year. Once a year? You should yeah, watch even, I even watch season five. You're not in it, but I still watch it. it the show went to shit when you left, but I, I still Rick. watch it. Richard, Richard Grieco. I, I know, well, you know. You, know, you got a, too popular. You got too popular. That, let's not mention that... Son of a bitch, Grico. Okay, let's not mention <laughs> Grico in this conversation. You don't like Booker? Booker was a good Kate show. He, he stole he stole Kate Moss from me at a, an after party. You know, he had more cocaine than I did. I ran out. Drew Barrymore did all of it to me. Let's just say I went home alone that night. But anyway, fellas, I, I'm glad you're covering MTV in the golden age of when they. Hey, Johnny. Johnny, I want to I want to congratulate you on your your win over uh, Miss Heard. Oh yes, thank you, thank you, thank you, and uh, some maybe someone else will housebreaker if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, thank you for calling in, Mister Johnny. Well, I just want to say, fellas, I really enjoy the 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 red rabbit. Uh, rabbits, uh, whatever it is, station I have played in the background. Mm. You know, when I'm mm. thinking of things and writing, uh, I'm writing my own script. I, uh, I said, screw you, Disney. I'm going to write my own script for Pirates of the Caribbean. It's going to be futuristic. Yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean in space. It's going to be pretty epic. <laughs> uh, I look forward to that. Same here. Yes, well, look forward to it. I'm just trying to try this little script. The bitch took me for a lot of money. So I got to earn it back. You know what I'm saying? Just don't do anything blue. Make sure you keep it clean, Johnny. Don't don't, don't, yeah. don't do anything you'll regret. Hold on. There's someone calling me in the back of the room. But, uh, yeah, I'm at a lavish Hollywood party right now, so. I just wanted to take my time to call in and say good, good job, Jim. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Depp. Yes, thank you. No, I, I threw up in my mouth a little bit. <laughs> so, anyway, I'm, I don't make a pint. If you know what I'm talking about, I make a pint. We do. 
might want to tame that pig that you have in the background. What's snorting back there? Yeah, I think I think I think our producer's losing his shit. He'll be he'll he'll why. be passed he'll be Johnny passed out in a minute. What were you saying, Paul J? What is his name? VJ Paul today. Paul D. Paul D. JD Paul JD. You're doing a fantastic job, JD. And what is wrong? Mahoney's son. Doing a great job. No, Rob Mahana, Mahana, you're doing a great job. Uh, you, you boys have a great night. You're doing a great job. All right. uh, hey, one, one, more thing, one more thing, Mr. Jeff. Be careful of Freddy Krueger out there, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first time I've heard that. I, hey, Mister, uh, Mister anyway, Johnny Depp. I, 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 I'm look. I'm looking forward to you doing another album. You and Alice Cooper and that band, the Hollywood Vampires. That's that's a great band. You need to get some more music out there. The Hollywood Vampires. We uh, we kind of took a break because of the the the, the monkey disease thing that's flying around right now. We can't oh, take a break from that. But, but, yeah, don't. Uh, Oh God, I'm so fucking drunk right now. Hey, listen, I, I just wanted to call and say you guys are doing a great job. What? I love what? hearing about the old days. And uh, well, Ramah, Mahana, Hana, you're doing Mahana great. Uh, DJ Paul, JD, JD, I'm sorry, I mispronounced JD. You're doing a fantastic job too. Mr. Depp, Mr. Depp, as ACDC says, have a drink on me. Mike, breathe, breathe. Yes. Now, I don't know if Joey T's still here, but I had a question for him I've been wanting to ask him. He loves Mike Patton, and he likes uh, Faith No More, but I've always been curious how he felt about when they had Chuck Mosley, if he likes, if he, if, if he liked, uh, if he liked uh, Faith No More before Patton, or only with Patton. Okay, there's my answer. Okay. Yeah, right there. Because yeah. I want to say, I'll tell you a little story. Um, you know, the, the, Epic Epic put Faith No More on the map, as we all know. Yeah. Um, MTV showed the, you know, played it like every 10 seconds. And it was like, you know, and then from out of nowhere, that whole album was like, put them on the map. But I remember one day listening to uh, someone had a mixtape of stuff and uh, Faith No More song came on there. And I'm telling you, growing up in Georgia, we didn't have the smartest cookies. And a lot of people thought that We Care A Lot was Mike Patton just singing in a weird voice. It's like, no, that's yeah. a different singer. No, 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 that, that's him. That's him. So a lot of, I don't know how, I don't know if you had anybody like that, but a lot of people thought Mike Patton was the singer the entire time. It's like, no, 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 you know, they had other singers. Courtney Love even sang for him. So it's like, yeah. you know, like, it's like, 
it's just, but I was just curious if Joey liked all of Faith No More or just the Patton years. You said, okay, he I see. No, okay, you, you, you got it. Okay. He went back. He says he went back and got into the Chuck Mosley era. Okay, I was just curious because I really like Faith No More too, but I like their old stuff too. You get those two different scenes. You get people who like, I like Faith No More. Oh, what about this album? Oh, I don't like the old stuff. So it's like, you know, I just, you, I was wondering if he was a fan of the whole thing or just certain eras. Because some people like that. You know, some people don't like Pink Floyd after Roger Waters left. But, you know, I mean, to each their own. I like Pink Floyd. I like Roger Waters with, in Pink Floyd, not in Pink Floyd. I, you know, I yeah. like all that stuff. Well, I like all, I like all of Pink Floyd too. Okay, so okay. I guess. So I guess Joey T. I guess you like uh, Mr. Bungle. I guess you're a Mr. Bungle fan. The first Mr. Bungle album I had was the one the the, the first one with the uh, the clown the clown face on the cover. I can't remember the uh, had a Travolta song on there. I don't know. Uh, Mike Patton's a weird son of a gun. I tell you what, he's weird. He he did a voice in a video game. Uh, the darkness he did a really good job too. I mean, he, it was good. Yeah, I want to thank Mr. Jet. By the way, I just want to thank Mr. Jet for joining us. One of these days, I'm gonna get in my car. I'm gonna do my rounds. I'm gonna go meet everybody. I'm gonna drive to Texas yeah. and, and meet Poe, and I'm gonna drive to Philly and meet Joey and Michael, and then I'm gonna drive to Boston. And I guess I'll see you while you're there. I just want to go and drink the beer. But I guess if you're there, I'll come visit you too. <laughs> yeah, you got you got to have some Boston lager. Well, you're here. I've never had any of that dark stuff. I've always wanted to try it. The, it's good. It's real good. Yeah, never. Um, to MTV quickly. Um, we we touched Tonight. on it a little bit, but Michael Jackson's Thriller. Tell me when what you thought when you first started seeing the build-up for it. I actually wasn't a big Michael Jackson person. I thought he was overhyped. Now, I like his music, but I thought he was not as... I didn't, I didn't get on his hype train. You know, I watched it from the side, so I didn't... I saw the video, thought it was cool, but I didn't get into the whole build-up hype stuff. I just... I wasn't... I wasn't... Uh, I wasn't a big Michael Jackson fan. Well, I was um, to a point. I mean, I wasn't. I was a bigger Prince fan, but when I saw the um, the build up to it and and the people who were involved in it, because I at that point we already touched on videos last last episode, but I was already full fledged into horror at this point. So, Mister Producer, if you could run, uh, if you have that video of the build-up to Thriller. Could you run that? What a piece of work. Thriller, a long time coming. Michael Jackson's Thriller. The piece written by John Landis, the director, and also by Michael Jackson. Now, John Landis, you probably remember, is the guy who directed things like Animal House. He was also responsible for an American werewolf in London. Landis, Michael, and George Falsey Jr. produced the uh, short music film. It's being shown in selected movie theaters. It was shown last week so that it'll be eligible for this year's Academy Awards. Hey, we might have an Academy Award winner on our show. 
The makeup effects, which were substantial, I've been watching those effects just over and over. The makeup effects created by Rick Baker. He was the guy who won an Oscar for an American Werewolf. Choreography designed by Michael Jackson and Michael Peters, the Tony Award winning choreographer of Dream Girls. Michael Peters, also the guy who did the dance sequences for Beat It, Michael Jackson's Beat It. The only place on TV you can see Thriller is here on MTV, and we are proud of it. It is more than just a video. It's a short film and quite a piece of art from Michael Jackson and John Landis. We're real happy to have it here. Tell you what, it's a Friday night. I'm interested in just having some... So that I think that's what drew me to the build-up more than anything, is the fact that it wasn't just a music video. This was like... This was like 16 minutes long, I believe, which yeah, it was back yeah, then. Was, yeah, back then videos were four or five minutes long. So, what were you guys I mean, uh, MTV has been, you know, I, like I said, I didn't, I like the song. Um, it was it, my favorite part of the song, though, is uh, Vincent Price. But I just, I wasn't a Michael Jackson fan, but they were historic. A lot of his stuff debuted on MTV. But, the, you know, MTV's done a lot of historic things. Towards the end, I think one of the last memories I have of MTV was I was watching uh, MTV. It was it was like, a, I think it was like at one in the morning or midnight. I can't remember exactly the time. It was late. And Kurt Loder came on and said that they felt that this song was an important song and the video was important. But they were only going to show the video once. He said after tonight, they would never show the video again. So it was one time and one time only. And this was the last video I recall ever seeing on MTV. It was from, it was called Smack My Bitch Up. Yes. It was from, uh, I can't remember the name of the group. Dude with the freaky hair. Yeah. They did Firestarter. I can't Fire remember the name Starter. of the band. Yeah, I can't remember the name of the band. Prodigy, Prodigy. Prodigy, yeah. But it was it was smack my bitch up, and the reason why MTV showed it just one time was because of the message of the song. They didn't show it after that, but it was a woman. You saw a POV of somebody, and they were drinking a lot, doing drugs, and they were beating up their woman, and uh, they were being very, very, very physical with them, and 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 all this stuff. And at the end of the music video, spoiler alert, but at the end of the music video. It showed the person in the mirror, and it was actually another woman. So it was a lesbian couple, and one of them was being the aggressor and beating them. But, you know, uh, at this point in time, nobody ever uh, addressed that kind of domestic violence from a same-sex couple. It always been, you yeah. know, a heterosexual couple. So this song was an important thing. So, But because of the nudity and the violence, they only showed it one time. But that's my last recall of watching anything on MTV because I remember seeing a, a, an ad about it and I was like, okay, I want to see this video because I liked Prodigy. But I didn't, you know, the, the, listening to the song, it doesn't. Prodigy is the kind of thing where I have to see it. You know, you can listen to a song and, and get a message from the lyrics. Like, oh, okay, I get it. Prodigy was the way their music was done. I didn't get it unless I saw, you know, unless I could physically see the lyrics or. But the music video, uh, you know, explained it all. And I thought it was a really good music video. But those are part of the things that I have in my head of the historical historical things that MTV did. Because before MTV, you know, turned into whatever the hell it is now, they did a lot of 
awesome things. Worked with a lot of awesome stars. Did a lot of the hands across America. You know, they did a lot of good things. And it's like, you know, that no matter what, I don't, oh, I don't like this music or that music. I can never take away the fact that MTV was like, they were trendsetters of the 80s. They were, you know, you would hear out of people's mouths, you know, oh, well, MTV, oh, MTV, MTV. It's like every, you know, that's where you got your music news. There's no internet. If you didn't go out and get a magazine like Kerrang or Hit Parade or, you know, Rolling Stone, you could watch, you know, every hour on the hour or something they did the, they did the MTV news. And I mean, it was the place to be. It had, you know, yep. it had everything. It had everything. It did. And uh, like you said, they were a trendsetter. They, they were groundbreaking. And then you had other like knockoffs come along with uh, VH1 and VH1 well, that Classic. Was, VH1 is owned by it. MTV yeah. owned VH1. They owned VH1. They owned MTV2. Then they had VH1 hits. VH, it, it all went wacky wonky where they tried to, like MTV was doing too many shows. So they created, they, so they created, uh, they created, uh, uh, they created, uh, MTV2 to play music videos and then that one changed and then they put all the stuff on VH1 for the older people and then that one all shows with like pop-up video and that and then they went over to VH1 hits it was like it got crazy but uh, yeah Joey T Kerrang that was a great album a great magazine yeah and yep. uh, if I don't know if you're a Guns N' Roses fan but that it, get in the ring song from Use Your Illusion yeah great he song. brought up the he brought up the the guy who brought up uh, the who write who uh Edited together own Kerrang. I guess Guns N' Roses didn't like the guys over at Kerrang or Bob Guccione Jr. at Spin, but it's a good song on that album. Uh, yeah. you know, Use Your Illusion 1 and 2. That great album. Great album. Yeah. Um, oh, I, I actually uh, got both of those out because they came out like, what was it, just a couple weeks apart, if I remember? No, I they, released your... a, they released Use Your Illusion 1 and 2 at the same time. It was, right. a, it was a couple of days. I don't know if it was the same day or a couple of days later, but that was historic because that was the same. They released two albums at once. And yeah. it's the same time that Metallica released the Black Album. Yes. Yeah, they I all came out at the same time. That was a Speaking historical Black, thing. Yeah, Black Album took me a while to get used to. I mean, I loved Enter Sandman, but it was that different sound from Metallica that – I had to get used to because I was I was used to thrash Metallica, and this was more. It had like a beat, a melody, a chorus, and uh, it took me a while. But now I love it. I, I look back at it now, and I'm like, how couldn't I love it right away? But it was just getting used to that new sound. Yeah, it was it was good. The, the, you know, like you know, Stranger Things used Master of Puppets. I would have preferred if they had used like Harvester of Sorrow or something. But you know, yeah. <sighs> Oh, I love that album too. Uh, <laughs> uh, I love Rise of Lightning. I love Justice for All, and I love the uh, Kill 'Em All. Was the, uh, of course, the OG of them all. Yeah, I'm I'm a big fan. Uh, I, I, like I said, if it's music, I probably like it. But one thing that MTV did that is part of, the, I guess, would have to say would probably be the very first step towards her decline. But at the time, I was okay with it. But it was a TV show game show called remote control and the reason why i liked it was because it was targeting me you know i could watch jeopardy i could watch wheel of fortune but it was like i like pop culture 
And yeah. Remote Control did music and TV shows. And I just really, really, really loved Remote Control. Now, I know it was the first step in them turning into whatever they are now. But I did like Remote Control. I even had the Remote Control version. I had a version of it on the NES. That's how much yeah. of a fan I was of Remote Control. The The host was a guy called Ken Ober. Yes. He was the host of the show. And Colin Quinn, who was a VJ for a little while. Colin Quinn, who's also a comedian, he was his uh, announcer and was on the show with him. Yep. And there was another chick, Kari Wurr. She yeah, Kari got Wurr. made famous. Yeah, she was on remote control. She was one of the girls um, who ended up being uh, uh, had a fling with Sam Kinison, uh, which was a comedian from the MTV days. You know, yeah. Sam Kinison's the kind of guy that someone like me when uh, I see his pic- when I see his picture, I hear him. I can hear his. Yeah. I can hear his pictures have sound, but um, yes. but Kari were she was on there, and it was a really good show. I really really enjoyed it. And I wish it had lasted longer, but as Adam Sandler used to come on and do skits and ask questions. Yep. It was a great show. So, I mean, I mean, I watched every episode. I love the hell out of it. I was going to try and find uh, the opening for everybody, but YouTube only had full episodes. And I wasn't yep. going to sit here and watch a 20-minute episode. So, yeah. pop- Mike probably couldn't have downloaded it anyway because it's twenty minutes long. But well, yeah, I did. They had, I did find one. I did find one about five minutes before the show, but it was a very, very boring uh, commercial. So I was like, "No." I'm... So I. So if anybody's like, "What's he talking about?" If you don't remember what remote control was, go onto YouTube, watch an episode or two. It was a great show, and if you yeah. were a pop culture kind of kid, you know. Let's not lie. When we were, you know, in the eighties, when we watched Jeopardy, we didn't know any of the answers. We were too stupid. Our our knowledge machine hadn't been filled yet. So, you know, we we watch all the old people. What is this? What is this? What is this? And you know, I was lucky if I could solve a puzzle on Wheel of Fortune. That's just yeah. saying. So, remote control was right up my alley. I mean, I knew I I hardly ever got them wrong. Because I was even a nerd in the 80s before, you know, nerds were, you know. Yeah, Joey T remembers. Dennis Leary was on there a few times. Yep, so remote Dennis control Leary. was, yep. So remote control was like, for the first step in them destroying themselves, it was a good show. It was a good show. But you know where the, to me, the real downfall, I mean, that would, that might have started it. But I think the real downfall is when they started doing these shows where, they talk about teen emotions, and they had it was a guy, Doctor Drew, had a, a midnight show. Okay, um, I think Doctor Drew's still around today. I, I believe so, but uh, I don't have a problem with Adam Carolla. I thought his man show was okay. Um, yeah. I think oh, he's I like, a funny I, like guy. Adam I don't have a but the the whole him and Doctor Drew, I couldn't stand that stuff. I mean, yeah, he's we he wasn't talking bullshit. He knew what he was doing and what he was saying, but I don't. I'm the kind of guy like, look, if you're going to give facts to somebody on sex or whatever, give them the facts. Leave your opinion yeah. out of it. And he was yeah. too opinionated. And it's like, dude, you know, he, he would try to explain, you know, sexual stuff with the kids to be like, but you shouldn't be doing that kind of stuff right now. It's like, look, if you're going to tell someone not to do something, they're going to do it. I mean, I'm 50 years old. If you tell me not to do something, I'm going to do it. Why? You know, because I'm, I'm crazy and stupid, but I'm going to do it, you know. So well, I, I knew why they were doing it because you know they're trying to target that audience 
of these uh, 15, 16 year olds. But to me, I think they could have done it on another network because A, it had nothing to do with music. And if you're going to play something non-music, maybe you should have like a, a different title. Music television to me for the first basically 10 years was music, just music. So if you throw something else in the mix, they could have put it on the, the other network that they were opening with each one. They could have put it on that one. Um, so I think to me that broke because me, I used to stay up. Well, what am I kidding? I still stay up until four or five in the morning. Uh, but I used to watch music videos till three, four, five in the morning, and now that took away from that. That that took away from my 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 time with MTV is these shows. Yeah. Do you remember now? This one I'm I'm on I'm on the fence about. Did they ever? Did they ever stop showing anything at night and just run infomercials? Did MTV ever do that? Or you wake I up? Think, at two I think the they. And- I think they did, and I think some days they still had music. I think okay. it was. It went on the t- the day of the week, I believe. Because I don't. If you remember correctly, growing up, channels used to do a sign off. They play yes. the. They play, They would play the national anthem and show a flag, and then it would either be a color bar with the beep for hours, or it'd be a test pattern. Or it would just be static, but they would always and, sign off in the wee hours. For a couple hours, they'd sign off. And then yeah, there yeah. in the in the late 80s, some networks decided, let's show these infomercials all night. That way we don't have to sign off and we can still sell. Because if you if you have an infomercial you want ABC to show, you have to pay them to show your ad. So yeah. they were making money. So but people don't remember that TV channels used to sign off. Oh, Me. yes. Poe, Poe. Can you bring up what Poe has there, Michael J? There it is. Liquid television. That was the shit. Aeon Flux. That's where I first yeah. saw Aeon Flux. Remember the one with the girl, the opening? Her, the, the fly lands on her eyeball and her eyelashes close. Do you remember that, Rob? This is, this is where I'm going to shock you. I never watched liquid television. Ah. Uh, it had the dude from uh the uh, uh, Ted from Bill and Ted. Uh, yeah, he, he was he was Alex Winters had a big part to do with Liquid Television. Yes, Liquid Television. I remember Aeon Flux watching that skinny ugly bitch do all that fucking karate chopping. And I mean, she was they drew her ugly. She was like a stick. But that was a I loved Liquid Television. I had I, I that's the first time I've seen someone bring it up in so long. But yeah, Liquid Television had all the best. I think did if I recall correctly. Liquid Television is where Beavis and Butthead started. I think that one episode, Frog Baseball, originally aired on Liquid Television. I think. Well, this is how I, this is how naive I am. Just to go back to your when they they used to sign off for uh, the night. You remember some of them used to the showed like the snow. Yes. Thirteen uh, uh, year old uh, Father Mahoney would be standing in the front of, in front of the television looking for Carol Ann. You I, naive son of a gun. Yeah, I, w- I would be like, Carol Ann? Talk to me, Carol Ann. <laughs> well, I've, I've, I've always been into science. So I knew what that static was when I was a kid. Sometimes I would watch it and just imagine. But I, I, I know what this I, – I used to hang out with people who did a lot of stuff with 
science and uh, rockets and space. So I knew that was no. I, you know what the static is you, when static yeah. in the radio, and you know what that is, right? Yes. Okay. So not, not at not at thirteen years old. I didn't though. See, I was lucky enough to know. See, I was dumb in some things. You know, I couldn't get a date, but I could tell you about black holes. You know, I could tell you, you know, about you know the Big Bang, but I I couldn't get a date. So that tells you something. But I I used to stuff this thing full. I still stuff this noggin full of useless information. I know more useless stuff than I than a human being should. The only black yeah. hole I know is Black Hole Sun. Yeah, that's a good song. But yeah, I was. Uh, yeah, I loved I loved Liquid Television, and that was another show. I didn't have a problem with Beavis and Butthead because at least they were showing music videos. They were yes. making fun of them, but they were showing music videos. So I, okay, I, 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 I was okay with I was okay with Beavis and Butthead. I think I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna battle uh, Aaron with the Beavis and Butthead impression though. <clears throat> Hold on, uh, you're like stupid and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, like fuck you, Beavis. You gotta do the shut up, Beavis. Uh Aaron Poe's cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm Cornholio. Yeah, I love yeah, Beavis and Butthead. I haven't watched the movie yet, but I'm the new movie, but I'm going to at some point. I haven't watched it yet, but I look I you know I have the collection on DVD, it just upsets me there's no music videos. I hope Paramount when they put them on puts the music videos in there but you know because everybody in the world's greedy and wants to be assholes about licensing and stuff you know well, i we may never I almost get it. Got, i almost got thrown out of the movie theater when i went to see uh do america because you know the scene when they come to the love roller coaster song yeah well me i, I sat i stood up and i started singing love roller coaster in the middle of the movie theater <laughs> roller coaster tiny oh. tiny's See, that's what upsets me about the world. A lot of people are worried about this and worried about that, and monkeypox this and COVID that. I'm more upset that I'm doing a show on MTV, but because of copyright restrictions, I can't show clips of music videos or any of the cool music. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with everybody that they have to make millions of dollars off of a song or you can't use it? It's greed. It's just plain greed. We fucked up. We should be able to use music any way we want. As long as we're not broadcasting the whole damn album, I don't know why we can't show 30, 40-second clips of music just to bring back memories for people. But no, we can't do that, or we're going to take all your monetization away. It's like, I I don't understand it. Just like this Batman, Batgirl movie. Let's spend $90 million and then never release it and do it as a tax write-off. That should be illegal. They should not be able to do stupid shit like that. Release your yeah. fucking movie. That that's that's that's. I don't. I it, see now. I'm getting upset. Now I'm getting upset. So yeah, for me, uh, uh, well, getting back into what you talk about music videos. One last music question for everybody: What it, do you think is the all-time best video ever made? I'll let people think about that for a second. To me, I think the best video. I've ever seen was, and this is gonna shock you, was Guns N' Roses November Rain. I I loved that video. Uh, it very had a very heartfelt moment um, uh, theme to it. It was believable. It was long. It was shocking, like the scene when 
they drive off the cliff and you, you see Axel Rose. I mean, to me, it was like a very realistic. It was almost movie like, um, like like a very dramatic uh, movie to me. And the other one I, that sticks up in my head all the time is uh, Dire Straits, Money for Nothing. Well, because of that three dimensional three D. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because that was that was stepping out of the box for uh, Dire Straits. That wasn't like a typical Dire Straits My, song. Mine would have to be Genesis, the one Which that had one? all the puppets. Uh, the one with all the puppets. I can't remember the name of the song. I got it in my head. Are you head. talking about uh, Peter Gabriel? Are you talking about? No, 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 no. That's the one that had all the sperm. I'm talking about the oh, the well, Genesis this is one. The land we live in. Yes, Land of Confusion. Yes, I love okay. that. I had all the puppets and uh, from there, this. There was a show called Cranker Yankers. I don't know if you remember yeah. it. It was, but that those were those puppets. So yeah, Land of Confusion. That was one of my favorite videos. Um, um, I, it's hard. I got so many, so many songs and albums and shit going through my head. It's hard for me to pick anything, you know, because I'm trying to think of stuff that was innovative, like. The video for Prodigy, Smack My Bitch Up. That's that was yeah. a that was well put together and that was a great music video. You know, it had everything, the music, that you know. So I don't, you know. Now here's another one, but this wasn't this was actually nineties. Uh was I, I believe it was nineties or, or early two thousands was Weezer, Buddy Holly. Yeah. I thought they that did was, the happy not, days. Yeah, they had the happy days theme, but they did it so well that it like you, you would actually think that was a scene from Happy Days. Yes, to me, it was very well done and had a great theme. Featured all the main players of Happy Days. Uh, it got Al involved. It got um, the Pat Morita, his character. Uh, I can't remember. It had everybody that you could have in a Happy Days video all in one, and it was fun. It was it was a really oh, fun yeah. video. I, I, oh, yeah. I think that was the last good video that was ever made. Yeah, to me, it, it 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 was. I didn't even have a problem with the the VMAs when they did the 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 music awards. I was yeah. okay with that at first. You know, it was like, oh, okay, this is pretty, this is pretty cool. I don't, the, yeah, you know, having yeah, an because award it was show, artists that we liked. It wasn't all right. these like like the the big main shows where it was the Grammy Awards. It was all these people we didn't care about. And yeah, and and you actually got an award for the right category, like that one year. Metallica's first nomination <laughs> ever, and and Jethro Tull one's metal performance. Like, wait a minute, Jethro Tull is not metal. So it was like, what the fuck is wrong with these people? So yeah, yeah. So I I liked the VMAs at first. Um, and then when they did the movie awards, that's when I thought, okay, this is no. I didn't want the movie awards were crap, but the VMAs at first they were great. They were great. So we have a couple we got answers. live performances and. Kerry said, like a prayer, Madonna. That was a good video. I'll give you that. Yes. Yes. And outside by George Michael. Wow, I haven't heard that one in a while. But yes, uh, George Michael always had good videos. Um, even when back to the Wham days, the Wham, the Wham videos were fun. That's what they were to me. Yeah, that like a prayer uh, video, that was good. That, I can't remember the guy's name. He he acts now, but he was a dancer. But he was an actor. Uh, he's he acts now. I've seen him in like Law and Order and stuff like that. He's got like one of those freaky names, like Seal. It's just like one name. Uh, 
Son of a bitch. Um, the black guy. I can't remember what, what, what he goes by. But uh, I've seen him in TV shows and movies, but that was the first time I'd ever seen him. But yeah, yeah that was a good that was a good one. Well, Madonna was always very uh, cutting edge with her her videos. So, yes, yeah, I haven't always been a big fan of hers, like that Vogue song and stuff like that. I wasn't into any of that. Um, even some of her, like like a Virgin and all that, they were okay. Um, I, of course, I like the way she looked. I ain't gonna say, you know, I ain't gonna sit here and say, oh, you know, she was just a, yeah. you know, I, I thought she was hot as hell, but I wasn't too much into her music. You know, there was a small. There was a small section of the music that I was like, it was okay. If it came on the radio, I would listen to it, but I wouldn't go out on my way to to to, to, to listen to it. Um, Madonna, Michael Jackson, they're the they're the ones that I don't go out of my way. But then I have a lot of guilty pleasures that yeah. the kind of music you listen to, but you don't want anybody to know you listen to. Like I mentioned earlier, Insane Clown Posse. You don't really want to tell a lot of people that you like ICP. Whoop, whoop. Because they think you're a retard. So I, but there are a lot of guilty pleasures out there, you know, music that, you know, I like oh, yeah. to listen to. If I'm, you know, dance in the shower, stuff like that. So I, I, there's a lot of, you know, I like ABBA. I'll, uh, ABBA is yeah. like the Dancing best. Queen. But, but it's disco. You're not supposed yeah. to like disco, but yes, I like ABBA. So it's a guilty pleasure. Now, you know, I'm glad only like 20 people watch because that's only 20 people. But yes, I, I, I'm actually going to do an episode on my show on Saturdays of ABBA. So that's going to be. But I do I do have a lot of guilty pleasures and I'm not going to apologize for it. Not, not going to do well, it. Mark, Marky Mark is my guilty pleasure. <laughs> Allison Chains. Have a question. What was your first concert you ever attended? Kiss. You remember? My mom took Kiss? me to Kiss. Yeah, yeah. My first one was definitely out of the box for me, but I loved them. The Beastie Boys was my first show. I won Boys, tickets. Yes. I won tickets. I won tickets on a radio contest. Uh, they used to have those ones. You have to be the eleventh caller, the fourteenth caller. Uh, this one, you had to be the ninth caller. Now I got through once, and the first time they said. Your call for and they hang up right away so they can answer the next one. The next time it's ringing and I'm like, I'm crossing my fingers and they're like, I'm sorry, but you're the ninth caller. <laughs> so I, I I actually got to see uh, the BC Boys for free and they put on a fantastic show, fantastic. So I still now have Carrie, much love for them. Now Carrie brings up the Bee Gees and yes. I love the Bee Gees, but. A lot of people don't go too far back for the Bee Gees, like to love somebody from 1967 before they got into disco. That yeah. to love somebody is my favorite Bee Gees song. And I know, like I said, it's not disco, you know, from their popular days, but I do like to, to love somebody. That's my favorite Bee Gees, my favorite Bee Gees. Well, I mean, talk about, we were talking about great singers earlier. I mean, that they them alone were all great singers, but um, I watch these reaction channels now, and it's all these like kids of this generation watching older videos, and every time they they come up to the beaches, they're all like kind of blown away. Like they they these guys can't have those voices, but you know we we grew up seeing that, so what it was normal for us to see that, but 
these kids today are totally shocked that the BGs could sing as good as they could. It's just weird. I guess me being my age, but Poe's got a comment. His first concert was Ozfest in 97. It's so weird seeing that, that he he went to his first concert 20 years after I went to my first. It's like, yes. man, seeing that makes me feel so damn old. Oh. Hey, I'm, I'm older than you, so. Yeah, but like two months. Yeah. Yeah, but now, now I'm the grandpa. Yes. Well, I already, it, that's my name. Can't change it. It's on my Facebook. It's on my YouTube. Right. Can't have it. I'll, 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 I'll just change mine to Great Grandpa. Great Grandpa. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, it's like, I didn't go to Ozfest because I was probably felt I was too old. Didn't want to, didn't want to, uh, you know, get beat up by all the young kids. I wanted to go, but I didn't go. Yeah. I haven't been to a single Ozfest. That upsets me. Now, now he's made me feel old, and he's upset yeah. me because now he reminded me I've never been to a damn Ozfest, man. Well, I've only been, I've only been to two music festivals ever, and the first one was back in '91. It was called Rock and Roll Operation. Uh, it was Judas Priest, Alice Cooper, Motorhead, Dangerous Toys, and Metal Church, and that was a hell. It was like a twelve-hour concert. It was the best concert I ever saw to this day, man. The Dangerous second toys. one, yeah. teasing, pleasing. Yep, and I still listen to Dangerous. I say the second uh, festival I went to was about eight years ago. Is when I was still in Ohio. It was uh they they used to have a yearly event called Rock on the Range. It was a three day event. We, uh, me and my wife, got tickets to the first day, and I wish we got the third one because they had Soundgarden and Alice in Chains playing. But the first day we had Buck Cherry. Uh, which was they were good. Um, Cheap Trick, which Cheap Trick was, uh, I mean, they were great, but they were out of their element because the the main concert was Corn. <laughs> so Cheap Trick and Corn on the same bill. Uh, wow. But yeah, it was a little bit of old, a little bit of new. But those are the only two uh, <laughs> festivals I've ever been to. Now, see. I got into, like I said, I was into the, the mainstream pop music at the time. And then when MTV came along, then I got into the metal. But I do also have them to thank for bands like The Cult yep. and The Cure. Because I yep. like I watched 120 minutes. And, yep. you know, They May Be Giants, The Dead Milkmen. They played all this stuff on 120 minutes. Yeah, And that's I'm like, wait a minute, this, this music is good, too. So yep. 120. The music shows were good because they were theme based and they could they would introduce you to new music. There was a lot of stuff on 120 minutes that I was like blown away by. Like this is awesome. Yeah. So, you know, I loved I loved all that stuff. I loved all those shows. You know, they were great. Now, see, here's another thing that that's going to get me going. Poe uh -oh. said. Uh, Marilyn Manson was banned from San Antonio, Texas. Him and his buddy were pissed because he was supposed to be the headline. See, this is the kind of bullshit that I get tired of. Banning yes. musicians. Banning you. Why? Just like back in the day. Oh, when Elvis is on TV, you can't show his pelvis. You got to show him from the waist up. Like, what yep. the fuck is wrong with you people? Marilyn Manson. Okay. Do I like Marilyn Manson? Well, I don't think he's a good person. I think he's probably a scum-ass prick, and I'd punch him in the face. But that's not what he's here for. He was a musician. Look, I'm gonna, I'll am gonna. i just say this. 
I don't care what you do in your personal life as long as it doesn't affect me. And if you're famous, it doesn't affect me. Just like, yeah. like you know, Marilyn Manson. Did he treat some women bad? That's what I hear. Did, yeah. do, 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 is, is it, should he have done that? No. But you know what? I'm not going to totally quit listening to his music because he's a dick. Yeah. Because he's a musician. He, he makes music and he performs music. Yeah, don't go to a show. Hell, if you don't even want to buy his stuff, don't buy it. But I'm not yeah. going to listen to people because they do something stupid. It's like, you know, it, you're an actor. You know, I yeah. don't care about your politics. I don't care about your religion. If you make a movie that entertains me, I'll still watch it. Then that's Agreed. the end of that. Yeah. So same with yeah. same with um, same with uh, Lars Ulrich when when he uh, sued Napster. You know, every, everybody was like, "Oh, that fucking Lars, blah blah blah." You know, I didn't I didn't agree with it, but you know, I was like, "But I love their fucking music as long as they if they uh, keep that music rocking. I don't care. I mean." Yeah, did I, I lose a lot of music? Did I lose a lot of music because of him? Yes, I did. I had a ton of music on my computer. I mean, what 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 were they afraid of? That 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 uh that uh Marilyn Manson was going to get on stage and send a young Mr. Poe down a dark rabbit hole and then what Poe was going to go home, blow his neighbor and then go get a gun and shoot everybody? I mean, what did he, what did what did they think you know, Marilyn Manson was going to do to young Poe. Marilyn Manson yeah. wasn't going to do jack shit to young Poe. Poe should have been able to see Marilyn Manson live in concert. Well, and, and that's just, that's, and I, and they still do that to this day with that stuff. Oh, he's too, he's too extreme for the kids. Fuck you. He's not extreme. Hey, Ty Tyreek, be careful. Mr. Poe might blow you. I mean, I'm not trying to insinuate anything. I was just saying, <laughs> Marilyn Marilyn Manson liked to blow people, so you know maybe he was going to corrupt Poe with his mind ju his mind waves. You know, put your yeah. mustache to use, Poe. You know, I so I saw Marilyn Manson. I saw Manson before he became popular. Like he opened for Nine Inch Nails, which I love Nine Inch Nails. Um, Back in and, the day uh, when he had his uh, when he the song uh, his. Give me my fucking lunchbox. Yeah, I yeah. thought Marilyn Manson was good. I don't care about him as a person. I yeah. just, I like the music. Oh, uh, what, what did Mr. Poe say? I didn't know. <laughs> I don't know. He says, buddy. I don't know, buddy. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, Rob. <laughs> uh, only in your dreams, man. Only in your dreams. <laughs> so I don't, uh, but yeah, I just, I don't like when people, you know, MTV would make that choice sometimes. Oh, I gotta put this person on, you know. We're we like music too. videos because they didn't want to get. It. I understand you don't want to do something because you don't want to get. You have advertisers to answer. I get it. I get it. But you know, I just I'm not gonna start hating people and hashtagging people because they did something I don't like. I mean, uh, oh, I agree. But my, my, my final thought on MTV is. I agree with how Michael J. promoted this. He said, celebrating 14 years of music videos because I I haven't watched MTV in years. And when I do scroll channels and I see these reality shows, it just, it, every time it makes me want to vomit. It really does. Um, they, should, they should change the name by now. They should have changed it to RTV. Reality. Yeah, I don't. If you go, if you go on to Paramount Plus and you look on the MTV tab, 
in their app. It's all freaking Jersey fucking Shore. That's what killed. That's what I was the first Jersey Shore and that fucking real world bullshit. That shit yeah, killed. And, and road, road, road rules, too. Yeah. Fuck that shit. I don't understand. Look, if you want to show that kind of stuff, they should have, when they created MTV2, they should have left it alone. They should have said, okay, MTV now is going to be all these stupid fucking shows, and MTV2 is going to be videos, or vice versa. But all they did was clutter MTV2 with more fucking shows. It's like, what are you yeah. doing? You just, you kill, yeah, Teen Mom. I hated that bullshit, too. You know, yes. let's put on Dr. Drew and teach children to be responsible with their sex and, and, and all this. And then on Monday, let's show how cool it is to be a teen mom and all the struggles of a teen mom. And all, it was like, uh, they, I don't know. M MTV got fucking stupid. I don't know what happened. Para, you know, Viacom, I don't know what they did. I don't know what kind of drugs they were on or what, but they got stupid. I don't understand. No, I get I agree. It. advertising money, but it's just like, Jersey Shore, road, all that shit fucking ruined it because they did a season or two and then they would start doing extended seasons and then special seasons and special this and then a reunion yeah. episode. Then the next cast would move into the real world house. It was like, oh, for fuck's sake. Am I guilty of fucking watching reality shows? Hell yeah. I subscribe to Discovery Plus. I love freaking watching Street Outlaws. I love watching all those guys drag race in Memphis. I love watching uh, Deadliest Catch. Yeah, I like watching shows about murderers and serial killers. So, yes, I like reality TV. But you didn't have to fill your whole... Discovery's always been reality TV. So they're just showing what they've always been showing. MTV, they turned a dark corner. And, 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 and I don't... Yes, I get it. YouTube's coming along. MTV can never recapture, can never recapture what they had. They can't. No, no never, because never. Because, because every music person, if you do a music video, you release it on Venmo or you release it on YouTube. And, you know, or you put, you know, there's some, if you go on Roku, some guys have uh, uh, apps that show old music videos, which I'm basically is what they do. What Michael J does is they just stream it from YouTube to their thing. But at least it gives you something. But yeah, MTV couldn't make it in this day and age. But they killed it too soon. They killed it way too fucking soon. Agree. You 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 can tell that 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 pose drunk because he wrote, "What piss pisses pisses me off is they had MTV two for videos and then show reruns of reality TV. Pisses. It's not pisses." It's pissed. By by, uh, he needs to uh, drunk to English dictionary. Yeah, VH1, VH1 was legit because that's where they moved everything to, and then yeah. they started shoving VH1 with tons of fucking shows. So they gave us video hits one. It was called uh, it was VH. Well, it's video hits one. Then they had VH1 two or something. I forgot what it was called. But they had, but then they, then they came along with VH. VH1 Classic was actually good for a while. That's too. what it was, not VH1 2, VH1 Classic. So you had VH1 that showed music, and then VH1 Classic showed music, and then VH1 started showing shows from M fucking TV. I don't want to watch Teen Mom on fucking VH1, you asshole. And then they turn around and they put uh, the music videos of VH1 Classics, and then one day I wake up and VH1 Classics has 
freaking jersey uh, those fucking jersey pricks. So I'm like, what the fuck? You you you've had four channels and you fucked all four of them up. I couldn't. I don't. I couldn't. I. Yeah, but they also have. I believe they still have MTV three. That's on cable too. There, and there's your is, new. Yeah, here's your new picture, Mike. The fuck? The fuck? I don't understand. How can you? I can see you making one mistake, but they made four. Four fucking mistakes. I'm grabbing that, by the way, Paul. Thank. What the fuck? I don't understand. Poe's oh not God. drunker than Johnny Depp. But Johnny Depp's no. never drunk. I think Johnny Depp is stoned. Johnny Depp, I think like Johnny Depp is stoned 24-7. Yes, yes. He smokes a little bit of that, snorts a little bit of that. But at least he doesn't shit on his own bed. And so. And what yeah, was he in Gilbert? What was he in Gilbert Grape, by the way? That's all I want to know. I know, but I his that movie, okay. That movie is my favorite Johnny Depp movie. I don't know why. Eating Gilbert Grape. I, I love them on 21 Jump Street. I used to watch it religiously. I watch it at least once a year. Got the DVD set in the next room. I loved that whole show. Even season five, when it got stupid and Depp left, I still watch it. I watched I bought the spinoff show Booker on DVD because I liked it. Everything 21 Jump Street, I love the shit out of it. I love yep. the shit out of it. But I lost my fucking thought. What were we talking about? 21, about jump, 21 jump Street. I, I love the show. I love the show to death. But Johnny Depp's Eating Gilbert Grape, which that is yes. my favorite of everything that he's ever done for some reason. And I don't know why. I don't know if it's a combination of the mother and the two sons. I don't know. But it was it, he did a phenomenal job. Fucking what's his face did a phenomenal job. Uh Richard, Richard Greco? No, 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 not Greco. From Gilbert Great, the young kid. Oh from, uh, um DiCaprio. From Titanic. DiCaprio. DiCaprio. He did a top not he did a top notch job as his brother. That movie by that movie's a classic. I don't know. I wish it would get released in 4K and re, I, I just that's my favorite movie. And I'm a big fan of Death. I, I like the movie they released this month from uh, Paramount. Oh, it is. It's a bare, it, yeah. It's a bare bones release, but it's still getting an official release. Finally, oh, I okay. believe August 9th, but I'm not sure. But I believe August. Because I have an old, I have an old DVD. I have an old DVD of it. But I love. I mean, Johnny Depp did a movie. I used to have it. I don't know where it is. I can't find it. It was a bootleg. He did a movie where he was supposed. Uh, he directed it. Um, he he took money. He he, he was dying. He was sick and dying. So he took money from these creepy guys to give to his family. And he was going to star in a snuff film. And he was paying, he was getting paid to do this snuff film. And then he was going to give the money to his family, but then he changes his mind. I can't remember. I can't remember the name. It doesn't sound familiar. But he directed it, but it's not, you can't get it anywhere. I don't know if it was, if it's his decision not to want to release it or if it's just, you know, I, I have no idea. I can't remember the name of the movie, but he plays, you oh. know, he plays this. But he did another movie called Dead Man. I've there's not there's yeah. really the, the only thing that he's ever done I didn't like was that Chocolat, whatever that fucking yeah. Chocolat. I didn't like that movie. Yeah, but everything else I've enjoyed of his. But Eating Gilbert Grape is the number one Johnny Depp movie for me. Always has me, been. And me, it's always number two, me, it's number two. 
Number one, and I was I'm surprised because I I went in thinking I wasn't gonna like this movie, Pirates of the Caribbean, the first one. I I yes. absolutely love him in that role. I think he plays the shit out of that role. And yes, Johnny Depp, fuck them, because uh, you are Captain Jack Sparrow. So I just find it funny that the poor guy got raked through the coals. Without being proven, he did anything wrong. Yeah. He finally proves he did something that he was he was in the right the whole time and was falsely accused. He wins his court case. Disney comes out and says, "Oh yeah, well, there's probably another. We'll probably bring him back." And Depp was like, "Nope, I'm not going to do another pirates film." I give. That's why I like Depp. Most actors would be like, "Oh, Disney wants me back. I'm going back." He said, "Not nah, forget it. I don't need to do another pirate film." That's he yep. stands his ground. He stands for something. He's sticking to it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Like MTV. Oh, the other one st- was Benny and June. Benny and June. I've been trying to think of it. Oh, Benny the one June. where he. Yeah, Benny and June. Benny and June was a good one too. Yeah. I I even liked Cry Baby. I yes. like Cry Baby. And I like I like Roger. Uh, not Roger. His name's not Roger Waters. It's uh. Ah, can't remember the director's name. John Waters. He, John Waters. I love John Waters movies. I love them. Yeah. Even Pink Flamingos, as gross as it was, it was a good fucking film. But you know, but yeah, Cry Baby was an awesome movie. Well, I just I'm going to plug myself for a second. On YouTube, I do a version of Cry Baby on uh, YouTube from about five years ago. So, but MTV, they should have, they should have stuck. You know, they should have stuck to their guns. He yes. just said, look, because I, I admit, I admit, if they hadn't changed, they'd be dead now. They, they No one would watch music videos now because they, you know, they have YouTube music. They have, they, they, they got a phone. They're not going to watch MTV. I get it. Yeah. I understand. But they shouldn't have killed it off so soon when they yeah. started killing it off. And, and, and look, if you want to kill it off, they could have just showed live concerts. They could have got with the, you know, and still kept it music related. But when you start showing pregnant teenagers and, a bunch of dumb freaking Jersey Shore fuckers, and it's like they could have just Jersey Shore fuckers. That's the new one. I like that. They sh- they could have kept it music. They could have yeah. kept it music and just showed live music. Because there's a channel now, or at least excuse me, there used to be that had just that played just concerts. I know they it was on the cable. I don't know if they have. I think they I think they have it on Roku or something. But there was used to be a channel yeah. that showed nothing but concerts from all different types of music. You know, one day it could be the Who, the next day it could be the Priest, the Rolling Stones. It was just they would show yeah. like a two-hour block, you know, of, of, of music uh, concerts, and they would go back and show past concerts. Like I remember seeing uh, uh, the song "Remains the Same." They played that music, that concert movie once. Yeah. But there, it's like MTV could have stayed in the realm of music instead of branching off into reality. Yeah, I don't. I you know, if Paramount really wanted a bunch of reality stuff, they should have created their own network i mean what do they when you look up mtv still on the air today but what does the m stand for does it even say anymore because they can't call it music television so no they can't they can't call it that's why i said they should call it rtv reality television yeah i don't know why it's still got an m i mean you know i can't even think of a bad word to use with m you know like moron moron tv it's moron tv that's what it is now. And I'm not saying you're a moron for watching it to each their own. What I'm saying is they're morons for fucking up the station long before it needed to be fucked up. Agreed. You know, I mean, everybody, you know, 
Serena said earlier about, you know, fuck Disney. And that's how a lot of people are these days. But I love Disney. I, I, yeah. I, I, do I love them as much as I used to? No. But when I go back on their network, they have great stuff there. Shaggy yeah. DA, the, the computer that wore tennis shoes. Those movies, that darn cat, Freaky Friday, those movies that I grew up with that yeah. came out in the 60s, Bread Knobs and Broomsticks, those are classic movies. And as shitty as Disney's has become and greedy and whatever, those movies still have meaning to me and I love them. And Disney could, Mickey Mouse could get inside of a bus full of children and drive it off a cliff, and I would still watch old Disney movies. Why? <laughs> yeah, so the so the mouse killed a bunch of kids. Who cares? Shaggy yeah. DA is an awesome movie. I'm going to continue to watch Shaggy DA. So that's how I, I am. You know, that, that's this is. Get... Just... Okay. Go on. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say um, I'm not sure if Mike. Mike heard or not, but I guess Disney is trying to acquire Rabbit and Red Radio, and uh, and they're going to change it to uh, all uh, Disney stuff. I bet you, know, you Mike I, would I, sell out. Mike would probably sell out and sell it. You want to give me twenty billion dollars? Take it. Take it. Yep. Yep. Take it. He's like, see, see, see you, fuck, see you, fuckers later. Show me the money. I'm out. Take it. You want to fucking have the House of Mouse podcast for every fucking show on this thing? <laughs> House of Mouse. Do it. I'm on. House yeah. of Mouse. Yeah, I, I could. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, hi. This is the ha. Ooh. I mean, we could all, you know. I, I, oh, I, yeah. I, I, I'd sell out, too. They would, definitely, out. they would definitely make a character after Michael J, though. Yeah, when he does his laugh. Yeah. Poe does a good impression of Michael J. Yes, he does. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I, I, you know, everybody's mad. Oh, I can't believe Star. I can't believe George Lucas, dude. I would sell my left testicle for a billion dollars. Of course, I would sell my Star Wars if I had it. I would. Yeah, because it's a lot of money. I mean, what it was is. George going to do, George? I mean, it's like. I, Everybody who complains, every single person who complained about Disney buying Star Wars, I, I dare them to turn down a million dollars, even just a million dollars for anything in their house. Uh, I'll buy, you know, I'll buy your wife for a million dollars. Here, take her. I mean, it's like a little over. Get rid of her. But I mean, what was George supposed to do? We're going to we're going to give you four billion dollars, two billion in two billion dollars in. uh we're going to give you $2 billion in uh, stocks and $2 billion in cash for your Star Wars. How's that sound? Fuck yeah. Here you go. Yep. They bought Marvel. Who's going to walk like, away? Just like Mike said, show me the money. Yeah, it's like Activision. My Microsoft bought Activision and Bethesda, which some of you people probably don't know what I'm talking about. And everybody's losing their mind. Oh, my God. what? what? Money talks, dude. Money yep. talks. I mean, if someone wanted to buy something of mine for way more than it's worth, fucking, I'll sell it. Yeah. What do I care? I'll make a new one. I mean, George Lucas did other stuff besides Star Wars. You know, he, he could have done other movies, but he chose to spend his whole career doing the Star Wars thing. Yep. I mean, he did, you know, Willow. He did that other crappy movie uh, about that duck. You know, he did all that. Yeah, he did all that other stuff. But Star Wars was his bread and butter. And Howard the and, Duck was not a crappy movie. 
we uh well I, I don't want to get into a debate with you, but uh yeah, I didn't like it. I know you got, you, to, you got to score with Leah Thompson. That's more than we have. So did Michael J. Fox almost. So almost. Howard All right. did. All right, Mr. Leah Thompson. Did you watch Caroline in the City? I did. Okay. I was gonna say if you didn't watch Caroline in the City, then you're no fan. But I, I like sex in the city better. I like sex anywhere, actually. I don't care yeah. if it's in the city or, you know, I just <laughs> like sex. Oh, the show. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't like that show. You, didn't like you, that like sex? you like sex in the city? Yes. Wow. Yeah, actually, that? that's one of the good things that my ex-wife got me into. So what? I never watched it when it was first out. But I didn't watch Breaking Bad when it first came out, and I just finished this. The five seasons of Breaking Bad, so I haven't watched Breaking Bad. Yeah. Oh, you're missing up. Best best show ever made. You know what my problem is? I'm living in the past. I don't watch a lot of this new stuff. I don't know why. I just I just like I said before, I don't like people preaching at me. I don't want to spend two hours of a movie being told you need to be woke. You need to be woke. You need to be woke. You need to like this. You need to hate well, that, that. That's every horror like movie now. I know. That's why I like the old stuff. You know, Donald Pleasance never got on my case because I like this or I like that. You know, I just like when I watched Halloween 5 earlier on uh, Rabbit and Red TV. Michael Myers fucked his ass up, threw him down the stairs and put a whoop on Donald You know what? You brought up a funny point because someone said this to me uh, recently. Oh, how come you watch Halloween? They talk about undressing uh, the little girl. And I'm like, you know, when I watched that, like, I knew they were joking. It, he wasn't really being, let's undress us. What's, what was her name again? God, I'm, I got into this before I even thought about it. But uh, first I'll undress you, then I'll dress you undress me, and then we'll undress the, the girl. It's like, well, we didn't think about shit uh, about, like that Lindsay when we were younger. With, the Lindsay thing with, with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we but we didn't think about things like that when we were younger, you know. That to us, that was a joke. To these kids today, these woke, oh my God, you're promoting uh, him uh, undressing an underage girl, and I'm like, oh my God, it's like I don't don't ridicule people. If you know, if you want to be woke and not like this and not like that, that's fine. I'm okay with that. It's your life. You do what you want, but don't try to ruin things for me. Because you don't know how to change the fucking channel. Exactly. Because I like to watch this shit. If you don't like it, don't subscribe. Don't get the app. Don't do this. But leave me alone. Yeah, but it goes. But it goes for songs too. Like I've heard people criticize Kiss, uh, Christine sixteen, Winger seventeen. She's only seventeen. It's like, oh, they're like, oh, oh, he's going after a girl in high school. It's like. No, he's telling a story. Yeah. And 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 believe it or not, in some states back in the day, 16 was the age of consent. Yeah. And they didn't change it to they didn't change it to recently because of all the creepy Okay. Well, back in the day in Georgia, it was like 16 was the was the was the age of consent. Then it got moved to 17. Now it's 18 like everywhere. Yeah. The only reason they changed the age was because of the creepy teachers. Because if the yeah. age of consent was seventeen, 
and you're in high school and you're 17 or 18 even, and yeah. you were having sex with a student, the school would still fire your ass, but legally they wouldn't charge you with anything because, okay, well, you were, you took advantage of a student, but a student that's legally of age. So you'd lose yeah. your job, but you wouldn't go to jail. Well, it got worse and worse. They had to change the rules. So they just said, okay, most states across the board, 18 years old, and that's the end of that. Yeah. And then they made other rules where if you're a student and you're 18, let's just say you're a dumbass and you're still in school at 19. Teachers still can't touch you because you're still in school. But a lot of things changed. There's some things I have to say needed to be changed. I'm not going to yeah. sit here and condone things that I think are wrong. But when it comes to, you know, if someone's writing a song about something that they have experience on or they witnessed as a, like, winger. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nowadays, people would think, oh, what a creeper. Well, back in those days, 17-year-olds could have sex and not get anybody in trouble because it was the age of consent in most places. Yeah. But, it doesn't they don't, mean but they don't see it that way. They see it, like, by today's standards. It's like, but you weren't even born when this song came out. Like, right. Like, how do you know it was how how do you know it was the norm back then is we, different we, from the norm now <laughs> we need to quit doing stuff like that as a society we need to say look i don't agree with this but i'm not going to watch it you enjoy it you know they need to stop putting pressure just because you don't like something doesn't mean it should go away i don't like poe's mustache but I don't see him shaving it off for me. Sure. And that's my point. I need to mind my own fucking business, stay the hell out of his, and, and quit ridiculing him about his mustache. Yep. I'm not going to do it, but I should. But, you know, Poe wants to do this. Poe wants to do that. Poe should be able to do that without having millions of people want to cancel him or try to take away what he enjoys by going after advertisers. Oh, we're going to go after your advertisers. Like, why? Why? I don't care. I don't care. That's the whole thing. I don't care. Just like MTV. MTV should have never, you know, hey, you don't want to advertise on our network? That's fine. Other people, other people will take and give us ad money. It's like yep. everybody caters. Oh, well, we don't want to piss off Coca-Cola. Well, have you asked RC if they'll advertise for you? Yep. yep. See, there it is. There's an off button for stuff you don't want to watch. That's what I'm saying. I grew up. Look, I don't run out. I don't burn crosses out on my on people's lawns. I don't wear a white sheet when I leave the house. I don't hate on people every five seconds. And yep. I watched all in the family. I know who Archie Bunker is. Yep. I watched all the racist stuff in the seventies, and yeah, I didn't we, turn out like any of them. So I don't yeah. understand why it's got to be canceled. I don't get it. Yeah, we touched we touched on that in our first episode about Archie Bunker how. Today's society, oh my God, how did you watch this show? Blah, blah, blah. But back then, you know, we knew what Archie was. He was a dumb racist. He he knew nothing about what he was talking about. And like you said in that episode, he was made to look bad at the end of the episode. So that's what the whole point of Archie Bunker was, is that he knew nothing what he was talking about. And he was going to get basically outed at the end. But right. these kids, they these kids, they watch like a like a 15, 20 second episode of him using a racial slur, and like, oh my god, oh. like look at the Jeffersons, the whole episode, yeah, right. Jeffersons. The Jeffersons, the same thing with George. He was always giving shit to the interracial couple that lived there, and George always got it in the end. 
and Weezy would, Weezy or, or Florence would fuck his shit up. Yeah. But that's the point. He was a loudmouth guy who got it in the end. Just like the yep. same thing with Red Fox on Sanford and Son. He got it in yep. the end. We're gonna do it. We're gonna have to do a TV show episode too. Agreed. You know, I've been sitting around watching Six Million Dollar Man, and now I need someone to get off their lazy ass and put the Fall Guy on DVD, on Blu-ray. The Fall Guy was a freaking awesome show. Yeah. So I, I, I went off on a tangent. I usually don't get all irate like this, but some things just burn. Just, just, just burn my biscuits, man. I tell you. That's all right. I'm sure my- Mike. I'm sure Mike was recording for a short uh, video soon. Yeah, I'll probably be all over the place with my, eh, what the fuck? You know, so, yeah, I'm sure. But, hell yeah. Yeah, see? Yeah, see? So, <laughs> even, normal, even normal Cody says so. But, I mean, I, I know we got way off the path, but I just want to say, MTV had it good for so long. 120 minutes, Headbangers Ball. Like I said, I love Beavis and Butthead. They had, everything was good. I, I think I don't know when the the downfall was in the nineties. I'd have to say what the mid nineties, maybe. I say I say like 96. Okay, ninety five, ninety six. Um, I I don't know. You know, it it it. I wish there was a way. I wish I had no. If I knew what I knew, if I could build a time machine, and go back in time, I wouldn't change anything because you know my kids and grandkids. I love. I don't want them to go away. Don't want yeah. them to, I don't want their I don't want them to disappear from the photograph. But I would go back in time, and I would buy bazillion VHS tapes, and I would have recorded every second of MTV. So now that I'm an old grumpy fart, I could sit back and and throw in all these videotapes and and watch MTV again. That that's that's yeah. how much it meant to me that if I went back in time, I would record every single minute from the time it started. To the time that I would they stopped showing music videos, and I would watch it because those were the great those were great, back time. Okay. Those were great songs. Those were great videos. It was a great time. You know, I met a lot of memorable people. I did a lot yeah. of memorable things. I had a good, yeah. I had a rough childhood, and you know, I made the best of it. I made bad decisions. I made good decisions. Um, bad things happen to us all. Um, you, you learn from everything that happens. You learn from, you know, and then I'm you move gonna, on. I'm just going to say there's never going to be another station like MTV was. No, no. Um, the, 80, the 80s, uh, early 90s, both musically, both uh, visually, uh, both movie-wise, they can never be repeated. Because I'm, I'm probably just an old, an old freaking grumpy old man, but... Back in the day, I could hang out and and, and, be, and talk to people, and we could be like, I could bring up something, and they could be like, oh, man, I don't like that crap. Oh, okay. What about this? Oh, that stuff's cool. I would always find something that I could relate with somebody. And nowadays, yep. they if you don't like something that they like, they don't want to have nothing to do with you no more. They cancel you. Right. I, I got along with everybody. I, 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 okay, you don't like Metallica. What do you like? I, I, I'll, I'll, you know, what? Oh, you don't like Star Wars? Do you like Star Trek? No, you like Jaws. Jaws is awesome. See, now we're on. Now, now we're on a path to having something in common. We'll find more things. But nowadays, yep. it's like, hey, do you like Jaws? No. Um, do you like this? No. You know what? I don't have anything in common with you. Just leave me alone. They don't want to talk to you. 
And yeah. it's like, and, and, and don't bring up politics or you'll lose all your friends. Just oh, saying. yeah. I don't talk yeah. politics with nobody. I don't talk religion with anybody. That's all off limits because I don't want to lose my friends. My friends are too valuable to me and too important to me to throw away over some old some old man or old lady who sits in this big building and makes rules. I'm not going to lose my friends over those old fuckers. And yeah. I'm not going to lose them over the guys in the robes and the big pontiff hats. No, I leave all that shit out. Teach their own. I don't talk about it. But yep. you want to talk to me about Halloween? We'll talk Halloween. You want to talk to me about Rob Zombie's Halloween? I'll even talk to you about that, even though most likely you're not going to like it because I did. But I'll talk to you about it. I'll talk yeah, to you but, about it. But we'll, fi we'll find common ground. We'll find common ground. Yeah, that's the, that's the thing. You know, like I was ready to fire you from the show and get rid of you over Wednesday. But I was like, you know what? He was helping a bud. He was helping a bud. So, you know, so I, I moved on. I I oh, <laughs> no, I'm just razzing you. I told you I was going to roast you about that. I know. I know. I, 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 take I, it, I take it like a champion. Yes. Take it. Take it on the chin. Like, you know, like all the ladies did in the 80s. Oh, I yeah. mean, you know, you know, yeah. so and I, I don't mean fists. They, they took it. On, they took it in many places. Yes. Ask Nina Hartley. She'll tell you. But no, MTV was the was was the greatest invention. I, I think you know everybody says it's the greatest thing since sliced bread. I believed it was. I believed it was. It was. And and, and like you said, it helped you get through. There was so you know, girl, a girlfriend, a girlfriend breaks up with me. I got MTV. Oh yeah, they're gonna play all the sad songs, but they kept me company. They either MTV either depressed me a little more before bringing me up, or they brought me up, but. You know, MTV was MTV was the savior. MTV was the savior, and I wish they were still around, but they're not. So I have to move on and watch my videos because I do watch old school videos. I have, I you know, my show, I still do too. I put, I just, you know, I put in my show on uh, my show on uh, B Movie TV. I put uh, at the end of the show, I put on one uh, one vintage commercial and a vintage music video. Because that's you know that's why that's why I named the show Living in the Past. I, I'm not trying to say the past was better. It was better for me back yeah. then, and I only wanted to do the show so uh, you know people who aren't familiar, you know, people hear all the time. Oh yeah, that things were better for me back then. Okay, well, what was it like? Oh, you know, it, you know, at least here I can explain. So maybe somebody who doesn't know the glory of MTV. Maybe they'll go watch a couple episodes of Remote Control or or check out some of 120 Minutes or, you know, look into how MTV used to be and be like, damn, I yeah. wish I could have been around for that. I'm not ridiculing young people. You know, they do their own thing now. And I don't, you know, I'm not trying to be that kind of person. I'm just giving them an option, you know, to learn about things in the past. You know, yeah. like Six Million Dollar Man got re-released on DVD. My, my money's on... Ninety percent of the people who bought the Blu-ray are fucking old. That—that's just—I yeah. don't see any twenty-year-olds. I, I was gonna say that. I was gonna say that. I don't see many teenagers going out and running out to get that. Right. Like I love Shout Factory. They do an awesome job. But I bet you uh, their clientele is forty and older. You know, twenty-five-year-old ordering old-school movie. Maybe some of the horror movies because the horror horror movies. 
people who like horror movies now tend to still like the old horror movies from the 70s and 80s. Um, they'll yeah. hate on them, but they, some of them still like them. But when it comes to like on the family and all that over at Shout Factory, I, I, I guarantee you that's you're 40 or older. But if I can get a young person to say, well, let me look into that. And they get into it, and they're like, you know what? It's not as bad as they thought. Then I've done my job. There's exactly. two things I enjoy. There's two things I enjoy doing. I like entertaining people, even if I, I try. I don't know if I'm entertaining a single soul. I mean, you know, I, I don't think I don't think so. Nobody's nobody's commenting anymore. And and, and Poe was on earlier, but he I guess Poe can only watch me when he's drunk, which is fine. Which is fine. But I try to entertain people, and if I do, I'm happy with that. And if I can enlighten somebody into learning something, not learning, but finding something new or re, you know, oh, like showing an old commercial on my show. Oh, man, I remember that. That is so cool. I forgot about that. That makes yeah. me feel good knowing that I brought back something, you know, somebody's memory. Oh, yeah, I remember that. That's why I like doing this show. I just, yeah. if somebody watching and they're young. Back, they bring back memories, or it might actually help someone else remember a better time in their life too yes yes again carrie's still here see go uk carrie's, carrie's diehard yes um but yeah i don't i just you know it i just want people to to realize that stuff from back in the day is not all bad it's not all bad you know there's there there's more to it than just what you're hearing you know you know, yep. some, sometimes people make a decision on just word of mouth information. And I've always been the guy who, you know, when I was a kid and someone said something and I had second thoughts, yeah, I didn't have the internet, but I went to the library. I grabbed an encyclopedia. I looked through the micro, remember the microfiche machine? Yep. Yeah, I do. It, 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 it's just that big screen and it would go, <laughs> we're looking for old newspaper articles. I would research things. I yep. never took anything at face value. I always questioned. That's why I'm a. That's why you know, for the most part, I'm a conspiracy theorist because I don't believe everything I'm told. That's why one day I want to do something with Joey, because I'm. That's my thing, you know. JFK. That, that will that will be an interesting show. That's the kind of stuff I'm into, but that's because I didn't get. I, no one turned me into a conspiracy theorist. I didn't wake up one day and be like, "Oh, I think I'll be one of those wacky jackies everybody talks about." No, it's from doing my own research. I just look into things myself, you know, and, you know, cause I don't want to be told. I want to, I want to learn. I want to learn for myself. If Rob tells me, Oh, this is really cool. You should check it out. I'm going to check it out and I'm going to research it. And you know, that's the way it is. That's why I watch like Carrie says there, she watches a lot of true crime. So do I, I love, you know, it's not, the, I'm not enjoying the fact that somebody got murdered. It's, yeah. it's, 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 it's how you, what, what technology was used to catch you? What? Why did you do it? Why did you kill those people? What was going through your mind? Learn, I mean, that, learning is learning is knowledge, right? That's you know exactly. So, but anyway, I just I just miss MTV, Rob. I miss MTV. Yeah, we don't have anything like it, and uh, like I said earlier, we won't ever have anything like it again. No. So no. Uh, all we have now is. YouTube, where we can look up our old favorite videos and and relive through that, and keep doing it, keep that, keep those memories alive, because you know we're all getting older. Like me and Paul are like at Jurassic age right now, and uh, 
We don't have much time left, so keep those keep those good memories alive, people. That's all yeah. I'm gonna say. Uh, do you have anything that you wanna you wanna plug before we? The first thing I wanna do before uh, the first thing I wanna plug before I plug anything is I wanna ask good old Michael J there to put the Patreon down here at the bottom. Yes. So we if, he's can, still, uh, if he's still awake. Well, he said he was setting up another show, so there it is. Patreon.com backslash Rabbit and Red Radio Network and the number one. That's Patreon.com backslash Rabbit and Red Radio Network one, the number one. Yes. It's uh, There's a $2 tier and a $5 tier. Yep. Uh, $5 tier, if it's too high for you, that's what the $2 tier is for. It's just $2. It's just $2. Yep. I know it sounds like we're begging, and maybe I am, maybe I'm not. But hey, if you know, you buy if you buy one Starbucks coffee every day, you can afford the two dollars. That's all I'm saying. I'm not trying to tell yep. you not to get your Starbucks, but help out, help us out. You know, help us out, and you get some nice little perks in there and some special stuff. So check us out. Go over to Patreon. Yeah, you check get us out. you get cool exclusive content too that you can't see here on YouTube or anywhere else. So. So check that out. And then uh, I say uh, the only thing I really got, hopefully soon, there'll be another uh, film junkies. I know me and Poe have a movie already picked out. I just don't know when we're going to. I got COVID. We, he wanted to film. Then I got COVID and couldn't. So I don't know. Now he's drunk on vacation. So I don't know when we're going to film. But we've got a film junkies coming up at some point. Well. And then, I uh, think it's gonna be next. Next, I think whenever he gets back from vacation, which I think is Sunday, I think we'll work something out for this coming week. Okay. I think that's what's going on. I don't know. I'm just going based on what I think he said, but he could have been drunk when he was talking to me. I don't know. I can't it's tell. True. I mean, He's that, Texas, that's kind of that's kind of normal for him to be drunk anyway. So. And I didn't do anything with Cody this month, so I get our last month in in July. So I don't know if he's going to do across the streams with me this month or not. So, oh, he's the oh, don't worry, he's I. We talked. Okay, he's got to play catch up. He's okay, got to play catch up. Okay, so with gonna, that, so those things I, I got here. I was going to steal his thunder for a second, then I was going to like fuck. If you don't guys come up with a cross in the streams soon, I'm going to come out of retirement. And then uh, I got my Saturday show on B Movie TV, um, the music moment. And then this this Sunday should be a new episode of Sci Fi Sideshow. Um, uh, Poe sent me the finished bookends for the movie, so that's this week. So yeah, that's all I got to plug. I haven't done anything on my YouTube channel. If you want to check out Grandpa the Nerd here on YouTube, you can check me out. If not, that's cool too. Um, but uh, that's all I got to plug. What what do you got? Uh, Mr. Uh, I I have uh, my TikTok. Um, it's reached uh, 1,700 followers now. Um, I have actually one that's uh, over 11,000 hits right now, which is cool. It's a uh, it's a John Cena video, but it, it wasn't a wrestling match. It was John Cena announcing that a seven year old girl has beaten cancer, and I'm getting like a lot of great reactions from that. A lot of great comments and it was it was a chair jerking moment um my youtube channel i do have a couple videos coming on the way uh, i just hit my 700th video in 10 and a half years so 
That's like 70 a year, so that channel's going good. And the only thing I'm promoting movie-wise is, I think I plugged it last week, or last show, uh, The Horror We Make is a horror documentary. Uh, it's going to have interviews from Vernon Wells. Uh, it's going to have interviews from uh, Reggie Bannister from uh, Phantasm. And it's basically going to be a documentary about like like the birth of horror and how how much it means to the actors who are involved in it. So um, it still has a um, not not Indiegogo. It, has, it still has a Kickstarter going. Um, there's some amazing perks on there, and um, if you get a perk, I will send it to Mike to put with this video. If you get a perk, mention my name because uh, it perk. My perks get better, and your perks get better for mentioning somebody. So, um, besides that, the Patreon, uh, the Rabbit and Red TV, uh, guys, uh, Mike, you have that um, that link for the Rabbit and Red TV yet on the studio? I do not have it yet, but I will say one thing before we leave because Poe asked me about it earlier. Um, today, August fourth, was the 24th anniversary of the release of Camp on Nightmare 6. Why? Wow. So he actually asked me, he's like, when are we getting the marathon? So tomorrow, starting at 8.27 p.m., 7.27 p.m. Central, I can tell you that because it goes down to the minute on this damn guide thing. Um, it's 3, 4, 5, and 6, starting at Seven eight twenty seven Eastern, seven twenty seven Central. Nice, awesome. Oh, and, and thank you, thank you, Mike, for reminding me. By the way, I got one more announcement. I just shared this uh, with Mike uh, and Aaron um, yesterday. One year ago, Mister Poe made his first appearance ever on Rabbit and Red on my show called Father Mahoney's House of Horrors. It's your and fault. Yes, it's my fault that Mr. It's your fault. Uh, he won't stop. It's like a drug. He's on every show. Yep, Aaron made, made an appearance, and during the show, I think I had mentioned to Mike about like Aaron was looking to uh, increase his um, his show, and that's how kind of he came over to the network. So yes, it's uh, my fault that we are stuck with Mr. Poe now. Oh, and increase he did. Hold on a second. He's he's. He's 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 kind of flatulent. He's holding in a fart. He's got to let it out. Wowie! All I know is if Disney, that's why that's why Michael J was be such in such a hurry to sell to Disney their network, just so Poe can be their problem. Oh, oh! Disney will be Poe's. Yes, yes. Let him be Poe. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> Well, with that tell, being tell us said, how, tell us how you really feel. No, <laughs> I, I, I kid, I kid. Post I break. know you do. We, we love you, Aaron. Disney we is Disney's a Disney. If they were to start throwing <laughs> me, I'd be like, "Yes, give it no. all of it." D Disney's not good enough for for Mister Poe. Poe's my favorite person because yeah. him because if it wasn't for Poe, Poe. Po, Michael J and uh, Ken over at B Movie TV because I was just sitting at home, always wishing I could do something and do this, and always having these dreams. Oh, I wish I could do a podcast. Wish I could do this. Wish I could do that. And Poe made it possible by 
asking me to host his show on B Movie TV. And then I sent that other stuff to Ken. It's like, I, you know, I, I knew I always had it in me to do something like this, but I didn't have the balls to try. And, yeah. and then Poe got me and wanted to do a show with me, you know, film junkies. And then I came up with this and Michael J said, oh, yeah, that sounds good. So it's like those three people are like the coolest people ever because they're the reason I'm doing this stuff now. So at least thank you. at thank least you, in my yeah, at least in my golden years. Cuz like I said I'm 50 years old, I'm not getting any younger. This yep. is something I can do and I'm having fun and at least I am not I can go out in my golden years and actually enjoy them instead of sitting around being bored and mopey. So I may raz Poe and I may give him shit but at the end of the day, Poe is like one of the greatest guys. Uh, I, I, you know, and, and I, and I, I, I'm, and I love getting to know everybody. I, I, you know, Cripple Cody's awesome. You know, I, I like doing stuff with him. I, I want to do something with Joey T. Uh, you know, I'd like uh, one of these days. I want to. We got to have uh, normal Cody on here. Uh, there's all these people involved in this network who are like the fucking coolest. So this yeah. was like this was this is like yeah. So I have nothing but love for Poe. Yeah, and you know. same here. I I I consider Aaron a brother. Same with Mike. Uh, um, Mike and um, Cody had uh, were the ones that kind of wanted to get me to do podcasting. I used to appear on the Rabbit and Red, and I used to also appear on um, Tales from the Crips with uh, Mike and Cody. And then like one day, like both. Mike and Cody, normal Cody, were like, dude, you just need to do your own show. Like, you need to start that. And that's how I kind of got my start is from their confidence about me. So, you know, I and then Aaron, like I said, I talked to Aaron quite a bit on the phone. And, I mean, this is family. That's what Rabbit at Red is. Uh, and if anybody else is watching who is not a podcaster and you do want to uh, make an attempt or be a guest, Please reach out to uh, any one of us. Reach out to Mike. Reach out to Aaron, and uh, we'll we'll see if we can get you on one of the shows. Like uh, at, like Paul was saying, uh, the, we're going to have a future guest soon. Uh, Normal Cody reached out to us. He wants to do a show with us, and that's what it is. It's a it's friends helping friends. And if you're out there, you want to be on a podcast, and you just just reach out to one of us, and you know, make your dreams come true too. And if you want to accuse, uh, if you want to accuse anybody of murder, you know, like a famous drummer or anything, you know, get a hold of Joey, and uh, you'll have a you two y'all can have a good conversation. Thank you, Carrie. She says she loves the network, and we love yes. you too, Carrie. Yes. So the only one that so, was missing today is Lonesome Lenny. I noticed Lonesome Lenny didn't make his appearance. We'll we'll, we'll forgive you. Well, he wasn't on last week with us either. I don't know. I don't know if he's sick or what, because I know he says he's like a hundred years old. So I don't know if he's yeah. sick or something. But even our last episode, I don't think he was here. Yeah, he was here for our first one. So yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Well, if, you, if you're not doing that well, uh, we we send out uh, well wishes to you. Do you have anything else to for us? No, that would be the uh, end of our. Uh, Sad journey of uh, from greatness to nothing. Okay, so Mr. So. Producer, if you will wax on and wax off. Oh, my, my
the guitar on the MTV That ain't working, that's the way you do it Money for nothing and your chicks for free Now that ain't working, that's the way you do it Let me tell you sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, 
The alternative is unimaginable. Paraton.